is alive on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other 97.3. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 97.3 
25 minutes past the hour of six. Oh, him and Messi. Oh, this is a beautiful start. The Lord has promised. He promised in Job that though your beginning be small, your latter end shall greatly increase. It's a beautiful assurance. Oh, yes. So it may be the beginning of something great. You may start a company and things are so dry and drab. Start a family, things are not looking great. Start a new venture. But it says if you are consistent, increase shall be your portion. And the Lord increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. That's a multi-dimensional increase. So you're not just going to increase physically. It's like just grow big physically. But you also increase in wisdom to match your increase in stature. And then your favor will increase with God first and also with man. Some people's growth is, is skewed and stunted. <laughs> they grow in age, but they are small in body. <laughs> Some people do grow in body, but they are small in wisdom. But what you want is to grow in all directions. He increased in wisdom. That means immaterially he grew. But materially he also grew. He was not a stunted child. But he also increased in favor. Not just with God, but also with man. Some people feel like everything is God, God, God. Well, you have to be relevant to man. If he says, he says, if you if you can't love the one you see, how can you claim to love the God you don't see? So we are asking for our increase to be in all directions. And all of that can happen in December. Your influence in wisdom, in impact, spiritually, mentally, financially. Join on him and mercy. And also aim for your business to grow in a healthy way. Healthy growth is multidimensional growth. You don't just grow your production and then your sales will just be looking strange. Or you spend all your money on marketing and you don't spend anything on operations. Growth must be balanced. That's what proper growth is. And that's what Himan Messi is praying for you this morning. Business Sense brought to you by ADB, the People's Bank, ADB Truly Agri and More, offering you a variety of personal loans, including top-ups at highly reduced interest rates. Call 0302-210-210. We have longer tenures of up to six years and offer open to non-customers as well. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. I'm up for you. 
album yes you know it's called ben apparently it's born the same day as i was not like same day 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 but like the same yeah may 20 and i think his name ben was also because of yes yes in bernardino of assisi or something bernardino of siena yeah beautiful song and the song is simply saying we have everything in ghana if only we could develop it if only we could value it if only we could harness Shout. our collective efforts yeah, if man. only we could get serious if only we could be a bit more selfless 632 it's monday the fourth lots to talk about schools reopening today shs's form ones go to school form twos and threes are still home we'll talk about that on the show today and News Reviews brought to us by Total Energies, a poorly maintained car engine can age faster. That's why we're offering you the specially formulated quartz engine oil with ART. That's not art, it's age resistance technology, a performance enhancing breakthrough innovation that gives your engine the extra oomph to do better. Choose quartz from Total. Keep your engine younger for longer. Segment is also sponsored by Fidelity Bank. Get a loan of up to 450,000 CDs from us. Get rewarded. Switch your existing salary loan to us or get a new personal loan and enjoy the lowest fixed interest rate. A two-month repayment holiday in December and January and 50% discount on the processing fee till end of the year. Call us on 0800-003355 or walk into any of our branches today and let's help you achieve your dream. It's an interactive show on Monday morning. Nathan Kwao is here with uh, Caleb Kuda. Gentlemen, good morning. Hello. Good morning, Bernard. How are you guys doing? Yeah, very good. You sure? Yeah, very yeah. Very, very sure? Good. Had a good weekend? It was okay. It was, okay. It was a very interesting weekend for me. Why was this football field? I was in the Volta region. <laughs> no, not. I mean, away from the football. Oh, you I, doing? No, I just went to a very interesting function somewhere. Okay, okay. It was quite interesting. We're observing Ghanaians nice. in the ordinary business of life. Oh, not necessarily. Okay. It was a you know a, a, a group, let's say a club kind mm. of, and they were initiating people into the club, and the ceremony was very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> I see. I see. Well, it was a it was a busy weekend for me. I was in yes, Vol- the Volta region. For the Volta, How was it? Well, it was interesting. Volta wow. youth entrepreneurs breakfast. Amazing. Okay. Very interesting conversation, but it was a lot of things. Politics, MPP electing people. Yes. Oh, yes. Parents okay. running helter skelter. Yes. To get form ones ready yeah. for school. Oh man. 
and other things. So, Caleb, what's the Chronicle saying? So, Chronicle saying? is saying after all the Bruhaha in Parliament reporting date for SHS students justified, says Africa Education Watch Director and Ghana host UN meeting in Accra. Methodist Church honors Natoshi to others. Chronicle. Mm. The Daily Graphic says Charity Akotia 2023 Best Farmer, mm. second woman to win top award. Yep. They also have a take on the reopening and they say GES is insisting today is reopening. Today be today. Mm. Can't do anything about it yeah sixty thousand hectares ready for a greek zone all right the new presby moderator mm-hmm. is speaking says church will continue to speak against looters of national coffers mm-hmm. don't just speak against them don't don't, don't give them front seats nah. <laughs> yeah, if I, you, know, you know there's something they used to do when you do something in church they will burn you and put you at the back they should put them at the back, them at the back. <laughs> yes. and then high profile personalities arrive for peacekeeping summit and on mm-hmm. the back page mm-hmm. of the daily graphic they have um, Charlie. some sports stories Adriana Dipping Hearts Wolves and there's a wrap of um, the Calf Interclub competitions. Yeah. Adriana, no, sorry, Midiama mm. and Dreams both won their first games. Very good. In, in Africa. Group. Yes, yes. All right. The Ghanaian Times at COP28 in Dubai, President Wu's world leaders to support climate change and NPP orphan constituencies, parliamentary primaries. Ahi, Hajida, Saki, Okoboy, others get nod, and all is set for Maiden Tourism Investment Summit tomorrow. Uh, a quartier named 2023 national best farmer and 600 delegates attend UN peacekeeping ministerials confab tomorrow. These are the stories making headlines on the Ghanaian Times. Well, the Daily Graphic has a lot of what um, the other papers are carrying, Best Farmer mm-hmm. and the NPP. But what angles are they using? Well, Baumia is speaking here concerning the primaries. Mm-hmm. He says, we'll take most often seats. Okay. And then they have a wrap of who's going into parliament or uh-huh. who's who's received the nod. But mm. on Samir Wuku, they say Samir Wuku heads to parliament. Yeah, because he was acclaimed. There was no contest. Funny, yeah, right. the MP for where he's going, the Kru- Kwapim North. Yes, Nanama yeah. de- de- She's ha- gone to Okaikwe North. It's called shifting cultivation. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. So she's left where she's already MP yes. to a place where she's not yet MP. For Sami Oku to take over. Yeah. It's very interesting. <laughs> well, uh, the final newspaper this morning, Oku acclaimed parliamentary candidate of uh, Kwapim North UAE grants Ghana $30 million as President Akufuado rallies world leaders to support nature positive actions to tackle climate change. And all is set for Mading Tourism Investment Summit tomorrow. High Court grants Vomawa extra time in Kandapa case. These are the stories making the headlines on the front page of the final newspaper this morning. Right, mm. the Herald says Napo on sale to Ghanaians as humble, mm. kneeling for MPP running mid slot. And there are two yeah. pictures of Dr. Anyway, other stories Guta Nugs endorsed Mohammed's 24 hour economic policy. Okay. And then they also talk about um, the MPP primaries. They say Jubilee, Ho- Jubilee House boys start parliamentary journey. Alan Chema team man rejected. And they say they'll put out a revelation on. Kweku Bediakun's gold key properties. Mm. The Ghanaian publisher Kandapa Defamation Court grants Vomawa time to file defense and Baumia to Harriet Damoa Ahin Kozi and others. Your victory is the beginning of new service. And then uh, Methodist Church is here again lauding Natoshi for her support and UN Minister Storm Ghana for conference. All right, the Ghanaian Observer has a lot of the other stories. The unique story though says Ekufado Outdoors, Ghana's forest sector resilient country package and they have the Vomawa story plus Dr. Baumia Hills MPP 
Prime Minister. All right. A custodian is speaking here. Kufrada outlines Ghana's policy on climate change as UAE commits $30 million. UN picks a craft for global peace confab. Baumier's campaign manager takes over Equipim North. We will grab more orphan seats from NDC. Dr. Baumier is speaking. And Voma World Story is here as well. Uh, and it's angled it's angle this way. Baka Vomawa begs court for time to face Kandapa. All right, the Anchor newspaper says no country can secure 40% royalty in mining contracts. Minerals Commission boss replies XCJ CSOs others over lithium deal. Mm. Massive Afafranto work hits Kumasi with mm. yellow revolution. Yeah, and on the side of politics, tenant boots out landlady <laughs> as Okaikwe North MPP primaries. As uh, okay, at Okankwe North MPP primaries as delegates cash out. Big That's <laughs> what they are saying. Plus, GES snaps parliament teacher unions and they insist students, mm-hmm. SHS one students are reported to school today. But an inquisitor says 2024 budget not approved. Parliamentary services, parliamentary service clarifies and lies over UNER Medical School. Napo sprays mosquito. Comes with two images. Uh, uh, Dr. Matthew Bokupem. Uh, last stories, said, last stories from here. last week. I don't know why it's making headlines here. Mm. And OSP on top gear despite orchestrated frustration. Mm. Samik Kapo Ewuku takes over Equipim North. Mm. The Today newspaper has something from Vitus Azim. Mm. He's telling the OSP not to resign. Mm. Even as he fights Ghana's uh, corruption and other stories that we have already, school reopening and then charity Akotia, mm. um, the country's best farmer. All right. Re- um, Informa is on the school reopening. It says push school reopening to next year. Mm-hmm. Use technology digitali- digitalization to transform our great sector. Dr. Baumia is urging farmers and $1 million allegation back of were avoiding justice. Comes to the question mark and varsity dawn backs OSP and discharge of his constitutional mandate. All right, the BNFT finally from me. SEC gives capital markets fresh boost and veils five-year transformation blueprint. 100 million CD boost for young entrepreneurs under you start. Ghana Tourism Investment Summit 2023 opens tomorrow. And $517 million could be raised annually mm. by preventing cocoa smuggling. That's according to a report on page two of the BNFT. If you go online, City Newsroom has a couple stories. OSB chases six persons of alleged vote buying, mm. other election related corruption. Also, uh, Ato Forsen slams government over new taxes on Akbeteshi fuel and other things and then shs students to reopen today despite the concerns expressed by various quarters president moderator stories also here we will not relent in demanding accountability they say my John line is leading with presidents talking about demonstrating that they can bring ghana to progress and prosperity also gcuc president appeals private investors should also benefit from get fund and then uh, poison for gold scorched earth policies a feature and then bog sites rti exemptions on initial decision to situate head office at marine drive enclave if you go to star fm they are talking about ghana's red plus inclusion efforts recognized globally district best farmer urges government to deal with fully menace and baumia faces a tall order in 2028 to break the eight that's an analysis ghana news agency is leading with the best farmer as well so this happened on friday but because it was a holiday it's found its way into the monday papers ghana scores below sub-saharan africa on average global comparison of tax regimes and then uh, we also have a few more stories ghana to participate in 2023 international conference on aids 
and STIs. All right, so let's get into the details. Okay, uh, I think we should begin with um, the NPP primaries. I don't yeah, know some highlights from there before yeah. we go into education. Yes, a lot of the papers have it. So, for example, the Daily Guide Herald mm. and others. So, the Daily Guide angle has Dr. Baumia, and he's saying that they will take most of the um, orphan constituencies mm. in the 2024. But is there a summary of the winners? Yes, there is. So, on page 10 of the Ghanaian Times, you have NPP orphan constituencies, parliamentary primaries, Ahing, Hajida, Saki, Okoboy, Get no story mm. by Claude Nyakon Adams and it says the new patriotic party NPP over the weekend held parliamentary primaries on the 111 orphan constituencies across the country where it did not have certain MPs to elect candidates for the 2024 parliamentary elections. So that's a bit inaccurate. So if you say the 111 seats where they don't yes. have candidates, there are yeah. 275 seats in parliament. Yeah. NDC has 137, Seven. MPP has 137. Yeah. So in actually there are 138 seats 138 where it does seats. not have seats, but they did the this round in 111. 11, okay. You know, and the way it's written it suggests as if they have no candidates no, in just one. The others. 11, yes. Makes sense. Okay, so it goes on to say the exercise which was supervised by the Electoral Commission was largely peaceful despite reports of chaos which nearly marred the voting process in some constituencies such as Adenton and Okankwe North. The Ghanaian Times observed a huge police presence at some of the voting centers in the various constituencies in Accra. So let's narrow it down. Delegates were required to leave their phones. I'm coming to where their voting started. The results and subsequent victory of some well-known members of the party, including Dr. Okoboy, Eugene Ahing, Akosia, Menu, Pius, Enam, Hajida, Ohu, uh, next the Lejokuku, Ewutu Senya West, Adentan, German constituencies respectively did not come as a shock considering that some posters named them clear favorites. The chief executive of the National Health Insurance Authority, Bernard Okoboy, won the Lejokuku constituency primary. He polled 901, while Ni Ashite <coughs> Olenu had 357 and Ibrahim Ajay had 180 votes. In the Adentan constituency, Akosia Menu, popularly known as Kozi, polled uh, um, 814 votes, while Kwesi Fosu had 638, and Winifred Nate garnered 18 votes. The Director of Communications at the Jubilee House, Eugene Ahim, won the Wutu Senior West Parliamentary Primaries. He polled 862 votes, mm -hmm. while his contender Kofi Opai Kai Okay, got one one nine. Mm -hmm. So the chief executive <coughs> officer of the National Youth Authority, Pius Enam Hajida, he won the German parliamentary primaries with four hundred and twenty-three votes. Mm -hmm. He beat three other contenders, including Paul Ansa, who pulled one hundred and thirty-one votes. Michael Ansa, mm -hmm. who pulled one hundred and thirteen, and Nana Abroka Asari yeah. secured ninety-five votes. What about the MP for Equapim North who went to Okay uh -huh. with North? <laughs> that is on page the three of the anchor. And it says Tenant boots out land lady. Mm -hmm. So the story says a deputy minister of trade and industry Nanama Dukwe has tactfully done what many politicians fear to do mm -hmm. when it comes to parliamentary elections. Now while serving as MP for Ikrapim North she abandoned the seat to go to a different area where she successfully won the Okaikwe North primary last Saturday and she beat off competition from Go ahead. Six aspirants, sorry. Former MP for the area, Isa Fuseni, Ken mm -hmm. Kranchi, editor of the Daily Searchlight, Bale. and the former <laughs> deputy boss of Maslock. Now, her main challenger, Madame Efia Koto, yeah. who had described herself as the landlady of Okaikwe North, mm -hmm. uh, was booted by a tenant, tenant okay. when the results were. Meanwhile, there's a story on Class FM where Ken Kranchi is claiming that the Okaikwe North primaries were not fair. 
uh, that story is here by uh, it says it's, it basically Mr. Kranchi raised concern about qualification of the two female aspirants, <coughs> stating that their participation compromises the free and fair nature of the election. Now the o- OSP is also going after six people of mm-hmm. alleged vote of alleged vote buying and other related corruption charges. The office of the special prosecutor, this is citynewsroom.com, has declared six people wanted for the alleged involvement in the corruption and corruption-related offences during the parliamentary election primaries organized by the MPP. Issues of vote buying were rife as delegates flaunted monies received from aspirants on camera. Now, the OSB urged the general public to contribute to the effort by presenting information that may assist the investigation. And their photos are shown, but I don't know if the names are added, but their faces are shown. I think they were captured on social media. So six males are captured in this wanted person's poster by the OSP. Alright, let's go to school reopening. Okay, Bernard, that should be on the Chronicle newspaper this mm. morning, page 3 and 12 pages. Reporting date for SHS students justified, says Africa Education Watch Director, story by Maxwell Ofori, and it says the Executive Director of Africa Education Watch Kofi Asari has justified the reopening date for senior high schools in the country, arguing that there is nothing strange about it. According to him, the Ghana Education Service had released the 2023-2024 academic calendar about a month ago, which announced uh, today, Monday, December 4, 2024, as a reopening date for fresh students. Mm-hmm. He rooted his argument in the fact that as of November 27, 2023, over 80% of new students had been placed in the various SHSs across the country, mm-hmm. a figure higher than last year. He said the statement from the Ministry of Education dated November 27 mm-hmm. this year. Uh, it says 2023 reminded the public of december 4 which was already part of the academic calendar released about a month ago so it quotes by that day november 27 2023 over 80 percent of qualified candidates had already been placed the reporting date for freshmen was announced as of december 4 students have seven days to prepare for school including a maximum of 19 percent self-placement he said in a facebook post so essentially Kofi Asari is saying that parents have had ample time to prepare for school reopening. Uh, I've not had him touch on the concern that the time, the period they will spend in school is rather short, after which they'll be back home. Well, we could deal with that. We could that. deal with that during the, the main show. Yeah. Uh, still on the news. Well, if you go to the front page of the Daily Graphic, Charity Akotia, mm-hmm. um, she's the best national farmer. Yay. Now she's from the Agona West municipality of the central region, and she became the second woman in 19 years to win the award and for her prize the mother of four received a check of one million cities mm-hmm. sponsored by the agricultural development bank mm-hmm. now this year's national farmers day which was the 39th edition was marked on the theme delivering smart smart solutions for sustainable food security and resilience so mm. they held this ceremony um at Takwa. Mm-hmm. then that was where now what's the presbyterian moderator also saying it's in the front page as well well yeah. that's on pages 40 and 41 okay. mm-hmm. story written by chris nunu and it says the moderator of the presby church right reverend dr abraham nanopare kwachi has said he will he will wage a relentless crusade against the tendency of fellow citizens to lose the national coffers he said the church would not relent in speaking against any acts no matter who was in the leadership of the country and he says quote the tendency of some of our fellow citizens looting the national coffers is a matter of great public concern, and we shall not relent in speaking against any act, no matter who is in the yeah. leadership of our right. dear There's country. a big conference happening in Ghana, 
there's a world UN peacekeeping ministerial confab which is attracting about 500 people this is the first time it's happening in Africa and the story says about 600 delegates this is the Ghanaian Times version delegates from over 100 countries around the across the globe are expected to be in Ghana from December 5 that's tomorrow to December 6 for the 2023 United Nations Peacekeeping Ministerial Conference to be held at the Accra International Conference Center. Now, the two-day event, which is taking place in Africa for the very first time, will serve as a platform for member states to strengthen their support to the UN peacekeeping operation. Now, what's interesting about this is that the conference will attract hundred and um, what do you call it, uh, 500 people, with about um, 150 member states. Right mm. now, there's a story on uh, graphic online that COP28, which is the World Climate Summit, has over 600 Ghanaian delegates, right? So the conference that's happening in Ghana tomorrow, yes. everybody together is 500. 500. Okay. Now, this story on Graphic Online says, Ghana's registered, Ghana registered 618 delegates for the 28th Conference on, of Parties to the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, COP28 in Dubai, representing an increase in its delegation size compared to the previous year. At COP27 in Egypt, Ghana presented a delegation of 350, compare, comprising both state and non-state actors, some of whom were funded by development partners. We need to point this out. Yeah. This year, according to data pre- released by the United Nations FCCC, Ghana's delegation has increased to 618. This consists of 95 persons on the official parties list mm-hmm. and an additional 523 on the party overflow list. 523. Ah! Now, it is essential to note that some countries allocate party budgets to NGOs, potentially inflating official delegation size. These numbers are provisional and based on registered participants. The final figures, considering those collecting physical budgets at the venue, will be released by the office after the summit concludes. Now, COP28 starts November 30, started last week, yeah. and December 12th. It's a historic event with a record-breaking number of delegates in attendance. The provisional total for this year's budget a summit is 97,372. Then, then, then the Dubai will cash in power. 97,000 people are coming to your country. They will spend money. They will live in hotels. They will eat food. But you know, then, uh, you know our, our cousins, the Nigerians, they went with a delegation of 1,411. Forgive. <laughs> now, we'll talk about that as well. Well, at the same venue, at the same event, yes. President Ekufuadu, he's called on international, the international community, both public and private, to partner with Ghana to implement its country package under the Forest and Climate Leaders Partnership, mm-hmm. that Resilient Ghana Advancing Climate Action for Prosperity. He said the urgency to implement forest solutions to tackle climate change mm-hmm. required that the world would come together to mobilize support for nature positive action. Let's go to Parliament quickly. What's happening there? Well, the Speaker has rescheduled 2024 budget approval to Thursday. Okay. So Speaker Alban Bagman has uh, directed the Business Committee of the House to reschedule the 2024 budget statement and economic policy of the government to Thursday, December 7, for the House to finally take a decision on it. Quote, the budget statement and the economic policy mm-hmm. of the government for the year 2024 is still before the House, and so hmm. the Business Committee will reschedule for next week. It is before the House. It is not hanging, as Speaker is saying. But on the other side... Um, a chief and some nine people have been arrested for illegal mining. 
as as a policeman for Momo fraud. But in terms of conference, apart from the UN ministerial, yeah. there's also the tourism investment summit happening yes. tomorrow yep. uh, in Accra. So I mean, we need more conferences. If yeah. if, if if Dubai is hosting ninety-seven thousand, they should come as many. We need some more conferences here. Our problem but is we've not handled the traffic well. Apparently, no. tomorrow we'll have more traffic because oh, the information minister announced that they were going to. My God. Um, Reorganize yeah. traffic around Close the UN conference, so we need to watch out for that. Meanwhile, SEC is talking about something in the BNFT. Yes, well, it's on page three of the BNFT. The Securities and Exchange Commission has launched an ambitious five-year strategic plan mm. to substantially deepen and expand the nation's capital market, mm. and this forms part of the ten-year capital market master plan. Mm -hmm. Now, unveiled at the 2023 Ghana um, Capital Market Conference. Commemorating the regulator's 25th anniversary, the comprehensive blueprint lays out 60 initiatives to capitalize transformation of the space. And mm. the strategy focuses squarely on engendering greater depth mm. and diversity within right. Ghana's capital market landscape. Let's do some editorials quickly. Editor of the Herald is interesting. It says, Ghana's statistical service poverty report is worrying. And I think you know the report that came in. Household income and expenditure survey quarter four. Over half a million people in the labor force were unemployed and multinationally poor from over 550,000 to over 780,000 in the first uh, quarter. There's also unemployment, which is high. Two in every three people who are employed uh, in vulnerable employment. And the paper's analysis is that that is not good. The Ghanaian Times is congratulating farmers and fishers in the editorial. The Daily Graphic says GES must consider reporting date. So... Uh, the daily graphic wants a revision a revision that date. Mm -hmm. the chronicle is focusing on israel palestine and conflict and they're saying slaughtering human beings in the name of war as a big that question is not good the, enough yeah. the daily guide is talking about mpp's rebranding journey part one that's the editorial mm. if you go to the uh, today newspaper as well corruption fight political will to prosecute necessary mm. is what they are talking about this morning on their editorial side in the paper we'll uh, the nfts editorial just finally yeah. agriculture's dedicated investment disappointing and then they say cocoa smuggling costing nation 517 million dollars annually we'll leave that here for now by way of review thank you nathan thank you caleb coming up next is the city business news this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation couple of minutes to seven and the city business news is coming up next is brought to us by access bank access bank and graphic business bring you the sme fair 2023 giving our cherished customers and the general public the chance to shop for home appliances and office items this festive season at huge discounts theme for the year running sustainable business in a challenging economic landscape fair will bring together businesses from electronics furniture art and beauty and a Greek engineering retail store and more. It's at the AMB Gardens Thursday 7th to Friday 8th December 11 a.m. each day. Take advantage of this and get the best discounts and amazing deals. For more information, call our 24-hour call center 0800-000-4400. Access bank more than banking. It's a new world of doing business and your business shouldn't be left out. It's time to get a Momo for business today uh, to accept payment from over 15 million Momo customers. All you need is a Ghana card and a business registration certificate. Apply to be an MTM Momo merchant by dialing star 5051 hash. Fill the prompts or apply online at momomerchantapplication.mtn.com.gh. The news is also brought to us by Goyle and 
The news is also brought to you by Own Mutual. 10 years of greatness in Ghana. Here for a lifetime. Nashika Caesar is joining us with the news. Good morning. Morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of the City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Coil, Access Bank and Old Mutual. Coming up, Governor of the Bank of Ghana assures that depositors' funds remain safe despite challenges being faced in the banking sector. Also coming up, stakeholders to engage leadership of mobile money associations over concerns of low compensation. My name is Nashika Caesar. The details. The Bank of Ghana BOG is assuring depositors that their funds remain safe despite the challenges facing the banking sector. The central bank notes that it will take proactive steps to forestall any actions intended to put funds of depositors at risk. In his address at a dinner to mark the 60th anniversary celebration of the Chartered Institute of Bankers, CIB, the governor of the Ghana Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison, maintained that a BOG's financial system remains intact. The continued implementation of prudent policies will further strengthen the recovery process and reinforce the disinflationary process. These conditions will improve the operating environment for the banking sector to remain stable and strong to support the economy. Let me use this opportunity to once again assure the public that on the back of DDEP and other risks that may emerge, Bank of Ghana will continue to closely monitor developments and where need be take appropriate and decisive actions to address them. The bank will also ensure that depositors' funds continue to remain safe and that the financial system remains stable and resilient. You heard the Bank of Ghana Governor Dr. Ernest Addison. Meanwhile, the president of the Chartered Institute of Bankers, Benjamin Amenume, noted that the institute has set up a banking sector development fund as part of its 60th anniversary to support leadership development. The institute launched a banking sector professional development endowment fund dubbed 60 for 60. That is... 60 million Ghana cities for 60 years. This fund, this is to found the, this fund is to support talent and leadership development. I call on our stakeholders, Bank of Ghana, Universal Banks, development partners, and well-wishers of the institute to contribute generously to found this program. Benjamin Amenume is the president of the Chartered Institute of Bankers. Away from that, the leadership of the Mobile Money Agents Association of Ghana has indicated that there will be talks between them and the telecommunications companies on Monday. The Momo agents last week capped the maximum withdrawal for customers to a maximum of 1,000 Ghana cities per transaction. This was to push for equitable compensation from the telcos. This has greatly inconvenienced customers, as most of them are unable to withdraw large sums. Edward Ofuriajiman is the president of the Mobile Money Advocacy Group and he tells City Business News that the telecoms have indicated their readiness to engage them later today. We are also showing much concern about the events that unfolded just from 
two days ago. I'm sure there will be some engagement by Monday or Tuesday. We are going to have a stakeholder engagement so that we will have a fair playing field where the agents will get what they, 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 they deserve. MTN has called them that we should call off. Can I also called on us that they want to have a meeting with us and then the telcos on Monday. And for me, Bank of Ghana called me that uh, we should call off. Before we will call it off, unless we sit down on a round table and discuss, because we don't want to call it off, there hasn't been any discussion. Edward Ofoyejiman is the president of the Mobile Money Advocacy Group. Now, Deputy Minister of Food and Agriculture, Corps, Yalfrim Ponado, has reiterated the government's dedication to enhancing the agricultural sector. He highlighted the substantial increase in budgetary allocation for agriculture in the 2024 budget as a testament to this commitment. Speaking on the sidelines of a for farmers forum, the Deputy Minister emphasized that agriculture plays a pivotal role in achieving food security, bolstering resilience and curbing food inflation. To look at the budget this year, we agree that our budgetary allocation has increased seriously and this is as a result of government's new direction that agriculture is the way. If you want to have food security, we want to have food resilience. We want to reduce this food inflation that will also uh, reduce general inflation in the country. Then we need to focus on agriculture. And that's exactly what the Nana Adodanko Ecofuadu government is introducing through uh, Dr. Brett Champon's new uh, Minister for Food and Agriculture. And uh, we are hoping that we, we, when, we, when we fully take off come January, February, Ghanaians will see what we are talking about. So that was why I was telling them that we need to use technology and innovation. These few people who feed the, the rich countries, it is not by who and catalyst. They use technology. You heard the Deputy Minister of Food and Agriculture Corps, Yao Fimponado, speaking there. To some other news, economist Professor Lord Mensah expresses deep concern as the nation grapples with the intricate process of negotiating debt restructuring with external commercial creditors. Ghana's ambitious efforts to slash its external debt by $10.5 billion face potential setbacks as it appears China is not yielding in to a tabled proposal which contains a 30 to 40% haircut on principle. This, he says, is creating a significant hurdle in releasing the second tranche of the IMF deal. Professor Lord Mensah highlights the complexity of these negotiations underscoring the critical challenge Ghana is navigating. You are a creditor and, I mean, you are anticipating uh, what we call a restructuring and then your borrower comes with such position of course, I mean, you may have to be a bit scared one way or the other. So we're not going to get it easy because we don't know what the finance minister was sitting on for him to make, you know, you know, such a statement. And so those external creditors are more, you know, sophisticated, you know, compared to, you know, the domestic market. The domestic market, it was like monies don't have alternatives than government instrument. So he had his way. But, you know, external creditors, we're not going to find it that easy. So, I mean, Ghana is desperately in need of, I mean, the 600 million inflows. And uh, if we don't get it, the consequence on our exchange rates, on our economy in general, I mean, could be die. And as a result of that, um, 
And we all pray that um, we can get, you know, the buying of China for the restructuring to go on so that um, those monies that have been earmarked. That was economist Professor Lord Mensah. Now on the interbank foreign exchange markets where banks trade among themselves, the dollar gained two pesos and is selling at 11 cities 62 pesos. The British pound lost four pesos and is selling at 14 cities 69 pesos. The euro lost six pesos and is selling at 12 cities 68 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 12 cities 30 pesos, while the British pound could be sold to you at 14 cities 75 pesos and the euro is going for 12 cities 80 pesos let's now join mcjordan sikanati of data bank for the latest update on the stock market last week's trading closed with three price movers comprising of a gainer and two laggards new gold gain for the first time in five months to sell at 218 ghana cities 50 pesos standard chartered bank decreased to 17 cities 55 pesos while gold plc declined to 1 cd 45 pesos the declines drove down the GSE Composite Index to 3,169.9 points, with a year-to-date return of 29.71%, while the Data Bank Stock Index decreased 1.22% week-on-week to 129.39 points, with a year-to-date return of 22.85%. Trading activity was vibrant during the week, as turnover amounted to 70.3 million Ghana cities from the exchange of 53.5 million shares, largely on the back of the MTN counter. Looking ahead this week, we expect Ecobank to decline due to large volumes of bids below market price. That was Mark Jordan Sika Nati of Data Bank with the latest update on the stock market. And that's it for the breakfast edition of the City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, Access Bank and Old Mutual. My name is Nashika Siza. Many thanks for spending your time with me. Do you have a great business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. minutes past seven it's monday the 4th of december in 20 days time you have situation you know i can't believe we're in december already it's yeah like, it's it's happening real quick it's almost like between september and december just moved quickly I, I, I don't know what i have achieved between <laughs> september <laughs> in fact this is between september i don't know what happened to october you should just properly sit down and just um think about it exactly you can just note it down it will will drop your mind no i I don't know it's moved too fast so basically in three four weeks the year will be over Mm -hmm. all right well kickoff is next with gabby ofe and it's probably brought to us by lesheho in partnership with petra we have some great news for all tier three scheme members if you need a loan for immediate expense like school fees rent 
project completion or any urgent financial need mm. or you dream of taking a vacation renovating your home etc save out the investment take a pension back loan at an incredibly low interest rate Tuesday. call 0577 to learn more about easy loans or visit loans.petraonline.com and if you are a car owner there's only one sound you fall in love with every time the sound of a healthy engine that's why shell fuels with dynaflex technology are designed to keep your engine clean and protected for efficient running and good health visit your favorite shell station today get shell fuels or get shell fueled because every car loves shell the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. <laughs> and there were lots of Ghanaians on the score sheet. Yeah. Kudus. It was a good weekend. Semenyo. You should see his trademark celebration now. Yeah, he went to and said, I'm the boss. Exactly. Uh, Sits on the advertising hoardings. And no, Kudus <laughs> is big. And Inyaki also scored. Yeah, so the question is, um, so the players are playing good for their team. For their team. So what's missing when they can't see the Black Stars? The, what? the park is not good. <laughs> the park is too bushy. <laughs> right, so that's a sit goal with uh, Thwila. At Etihad Stadium, City held to a third successive draw in the Premier League by Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, but managers have been speaking. Also, Ghana's Black Queens are currently in Pretoria for the final header in the 2024 uh, Women's African Cup of Nations qualifiers. Plus, Hatterfolk record back-to-back losses in all competitions after losing to Diana Stars in Doma. You see, we're keeping giving the strikers chances to see if they can how to put the ball in the net for it because we are creating chances. We are playing, you know. But all this will go on to the coach. All right, more from interim coach Abdul Rahim Bashiru after Hasselfolk's latest defeat. My name is Gabby Offen. Welcome on board to the Monday edition of Kickoff on the City Breakfast Show. All right, we head to South Africa first, where Ghana's Black Queen is eyeing that country prepping for. The second leg of the WAFCON qualifies against Namibia later on Tuesday. Ghana, they head into the second leg with a 3-1 advantage over the opponents, taking it to 10 successive wins for head coach Nora Hutler. And the team also has scored 34 goals in 10 games and conceded for the very first time in the first leg at the Accra Sports Stadium. But head coach Nora Hutler is proud of the run and commended her team for the winning streak. I'm immense proud of my, my player. You, you know, and, and sometimes with us, it's also we, we are planting and seeding, you know. Um, and now we see how, how these seeds are growing and, and how they 
stick together, you know, and, and, and nutrition each other. And, and so I'm very happy to see this performance. Um, we have some fantastic players, but not only football players. We also have fantastic humans, like my capito next to me. Um, and, and it's a pleasure and uh, honor to work with them. Yeah. All right, so that's the Black Queen's uh, head coach, Nora Hutler, uh, speaking then. So that game is later. Uh, tomorrow at the Lucas Moripe Stadium, 3 p.m., the Queen's are in a good spot to qualify for the WAFCON for the very first time since 2018. And they missed out on the last edition in Morocco. Well, elsewhere in Kumasi, Dream FC secured their first win at the group stage of the CAF Comfort Cup via a 2-1 win against Nigeria's Rivers United. Janentri, he puts Dreams ahead in the 35th minute before Abdul Aziz. Isa added a second in the 75th and uh, assisted by Janine Boateng. Uh, Mensa. Now, the Nigerians got the equalizer in the dying embers of the game through Alex Oyowa. So, Dream's next game is against Academica Petrolios de Lobito from Angola on December 10th, and that's an away fixture. Well, for the CAF Champions League, Mediama claims a 2 1 win over Algerian size here, believes that. So, next up for the Ghanaian champions is against Young Africans on December 8th, this time around uh, in Kumase on Friday. So, back to back home games for. Mediama Sporting Club. In the Ghana Premier League, Hats of Fox slipped further down the table following the 1-0 defeats at the hands of Indiana Stars in Doma. The Phobians have now recorded back-to-back -back losses in their competitions. Interim coach Abdurrahim Bashir pinned the team's latest setback on himself. In the first 15 minutes, we had a clear chance from Gideon to put the ball in the net. But you see, and even the last minute of the game, we also had a chance. By this problem, we go to coach, you see, which is very difficult, you know. But that's the job. We have to take it in a good faith. You see, day in, day out. Look at Yonde. He came in, but the same. You see, we're keeping, giving the strikers chances to see if they can, how to put the ball in the net for it. Because we are creating chances. We are playing, you know. But all this will go on to the coach. All right, so that's our interim golfer for Krahata Folk, Abdurrahim Bashiru. Uh, speaking there, well, Diana Stars are now tied with Instructorman at the summit of the league with uh, 24 points. Yeah, right, champion is head coach for Diana. Yeah, I wasn't shocked. As I said, as I said earlier, I know that if we keep to our game plan, we will have the day, and I'm happy we have the day. We 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 found out that our right side is uh, little down, so we decided to uh, uh, sacrifice one and bring in. Obobi, man, Obobi, and I think the, the strategy worked. I think we have lost two at a row, and it's not good to lose three. So it's very, very important to us, and I'm happy we have the day. All right, so that's an elated Yari Champo. He's the, the head coach for Diana uh, Starts in the Ghana Premier League. Premier League. Big win for uh, the home side. Well, some other result from week 13. Accra Lions lost at home to Nations FC. And Sachman picked up uh, an away win against Bibiani Gold Stars at the Dance Park. Samatex also picked up an away win against uh, Bufokwatano in Tamale. It's a big win for Bichem United. The Hunters put four past Karela United at the Ali Mohammed Sports Stadium. Later today, Great Olympics v. Legon Cities at the Waffle Park at 3 p.m. Asante Kotoko will play Brooklyn Chelsea at uh, 6 p.m. in uh, Kumasi at the Babara Sports Stadium. So that's it for uh, week 13 of the Ghana Premier League. Now, away from the Ghana Premier League, let's get to the English Premier League. All 
Alright, so, so it was a good weekend for some Ghanaian players in the Premier League before team results at the London Stadium. Uh, Black Stars Mayfield and Wame Kudus admit he has a high belief, uh, belief in his ability to excel West Ham United and A.D. Hammers when games following his side's 1-0 draw against Palace. The goal is Kudus' third in the Premier League and fifth overall in West Ham Palace since joining from that side Ajax. Let's take a listen to Mohamed Kudus. Yeah, you could see it was, it was a very tight game, you know, and in games like this, where there's not so many chances, we, we could still um, be more compact and, and defend better, you know, we could still win the game with just one goal. But yeah, we, we take the point and then we, we, we move on to, to the next game. With the goal, you know, you score 13 minutes in, brilliant finish, you, you must be feeling delighted with that goal. Yeah, you know, it's always good to, to, to score early in the game, to give the game the team the momentum and the energy, you know, so it was a good time for me, for me to score and it was a beautiful assist from Vlado, so, yeah. Just finally, Mo, that's five goals for you for West Ham since joining the club, three in the Premier League. You, you seem to be settling into life in East London quite nicely. Um, yeah, credit to all the team, the teammates, the staff, player care, everyone around the club, you know, helped me a lot to settle in quite well and I believe a lot in myself also. I'm, I'm putting effort every single day to, to be the best I can be, you know, but it's just, it's still the beginning for me and I feel there's a lot more I can offer, so I just keep working day in, day out to, to, to be the best for everyone. Alright, it's a great start to life uh, in the English Premier League. That's Aganis Mohamed Kudus. Well, also at the Vitality Stadium, another Ghanaian got his name on the score sheet. This time is uh, Bonmot Anton Semenyo. He's also scored in uh, his size 2 draw against Aston Villa. And uh, here's the Ghanaian forward on his performance for the Sherries. Antoine, you're on fire. Am I on fire? <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, I think we're just playing well as a team. Um, you know, we're training hard together and I feel like... The manager's tactics is coming together now, so I mean we're slowly building, going this tough period, and hopefully get some more more wins. I mean, unlucky with the with the draw today, but you know it's a point. It's better than nothing. And that's ten points from the last fifteen that are available, and we've played three of the top five in that period. It's it, it's been a really good few games for us, hasn't it? Yeah, no, like I said, um, the manager's tactics are really coming together now, and you know we're gelling as a team. Cohesion is great, so we just need to keep building on this. We're in good form, and yeah, hopefully pick up some more points over this tough period. All right, so that's our Ghanaian Anton Semenyo. He plays his club football for Bournemouth in the English Premier League. So good to see the Ghanaian players performing. While at the, at the Etihad Stadium is Dejan Kulisevsky's 90th minute at a denying Manchester City victory in a breathless 6-0 thriller. Uh, at the Etihad City boss, Pep Guardiola is not too excited with his side conceding in the final minute. As a manager, I'm not the guy like when I'm fresh to come in. And that's true prime for gesture, but I would say we didn't draw for that. So... So they are happy, Tottenham for the point, and uh, we are a little bit less happy, but the performance quite similar like we have done lately. So the people say, oh, you are concerned about the goals you concede. Yeah, of course, but how many chances we concede? So it's ridiculous. So we concede nothing. All right, so that's Manchester City brought superb Guardiola last weekend there. At Anfield, Trent Alexander-Arnold scored an 88-minute minute winner as Liverpool mounted a stunning late comeback to beat Fulham. In a seven-goal thriller at Anfield, Enzo Fernandez also scored twice as 10-man Chelsea uh, beat uh, Brighton 3-2 in uh, a thriller at uh, Stamford Bridge. We hear from Chelsea boss Mauricio Pochettino. That we we are ready to compete in this in this level, and, and of course, uh, after uh, a difficult game, uh, was was important the, the three points. And it's only the second home win this season in Premier League. How important is that for the players, for the confidence, and with the fans as well? No, of course, it was was really tough because in in, in front was uh, Brighton, uh, a team that played really well, and it was difficult. But I think uh, yes, I think 
uh, overall I think we deserve the, the victory. I think. All right, so that's our Chelsea boss, Mauricio Pochettino speaking there. Well, some of the results, Arsenal moved three points, clear at the top of the Premier League table with victory over Wolves at the Emirates. Anthony Gordon also scored a 55th minute winner as Newcastle United outplayed and uh, defeated Manchester United for the second time in just over a month. In Spain, Barca beat Atletico Madrid as Jao Felix scored the only goal of the game against his parent club. Ganes Inaki Williams also scored his seventh goal in the league as a... Uh, Athletic Bilbao pull four pass Rayo Vallecano in boxing. Ryan Garcia delivered a knockout in the eighth round to beat Oscar Duarte in his first fight since losing to Javonta Davis in April. The fight was uh, first for Garcia with his new trainer Derek James. So go one for uh, Ryan Garcia. That's a wrap uh, for more stories. You can head to City Sports online. Just coming on next at City Sports JHA. We're back later uh, at 5 p.m. Whisper Flash. Kickoff was probably brought to you by Shell. And also, Lachelle. My name is Gabby Ofer. Many, many thanks for doing the listening. Do take care of yourself and bye-bye. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Many dance to on City Breakfast Show. We're wishing all Form 1s who are going to school Godspeed. One Form 1 boy. The good thing about they're going to school is that they're going on their own. When I went to Form 1, there were already Form 2s and Form 3s in the school. They're already Sith Formers in the school and they could see us as we were being oh, dropped. Yeah. But luckily for, form luckily for these Form 1 boys and girls, they are going to a school which is largely empty. The Form 2s are not there. The Form 3s are not there. Yeah. It's a very easy and soft landing. 
You know, uh, Freeman, I don't know about you and Sky, but I was the... I'm privileged to be part of the last group to meet A-level people. You know, when I went to Formula, I went to Formula in 1996, and there were A-level people there. It was it was something else. I I I went in 97. 97. When okay. he had just left, so they used to. So Sky is your mate. Yeah, you know they used to talk about if you had met the uh, the, the, the the old system guys. Yeah. yeah, if you had met, I mean they were just threatening us with the. But your year group, you are serious. Do you know that some of the most interesting people I've seen went to SS in 1997. Really? I, I, Charlie, too many. Like Nathan, in Ghana, I think that group is the most is the most talented group. Really? 1997. 1997 to 1990. I'll list them. Even my school. Okay. Plenty. Okuja to a black one. 97. Bright Simmons. 97. Kwame Jan. 97 to 99 guys who are doing things you know it's, sometimes it's, it's quite interesting when i turned 40 it looked like that year everybody was 40. everybody, everybody. Yeah, yeah. probably because of my mates and yeah. the fact that yeah everyone is almost out there also because 1981 was a special year i believe that yes and the, the, the other thing is that because of your born in 81 the, the 1983 hunger too caught you small <laughs> You know the cocoa without sugar. Yeah. Without There's something they call malaria under five and under two st- something. We yeah. were two years old. We, we first our first famine when we. <laughs> yeah. So we want to wish all form ones who are going to school the very best of luck. We want to wish parents who are doing all the all the sacrifices to get their materials ready. We'll discuss that later on the show. We will also talk uh, other things, but uh, before we go into that, you can shine your eye with the Onga Shine Your Eye promotion. Put together 25 promo wrappers of Onga Shrimp Tablet. Add 5 promo wrappers of either Chicken Beef or Stew Tablet. Submit to our Redemption Centers and you'll get a gift. So many people have won already. Promo started on October 16, which interestingly is also the day we started the Lower Voter Campaign. I think it was October 15 or 16. And so far, we have winners from uh, Okainshi, Eddie Murphy, Asua, won 100,000. Janet Yabuatema won 10,000 CDs. Abuna Datibia won 50,000. And a few other people have won as well. In the meantime, Societe Generale, your secure and trusted partner, is celebrating 20 years in Ghana. This income milestone wouldn't have been possible without you, our loyal customer. So this anniversary is dedicated to you. It's been a journey of triumph, success, and innovative financial solutions crafted to give you, your family, and business the best outcomes always. Today, we are celebrating 20 years with you. Societe General, the future is you. Sky, I want to put in an application for Fremont to join us once a week between now and december 31st just once a week oh. mm-hmm. not every day just once that you, you choose the day it. can it be an ob kind of something <laughs> <laughs> well ob is for outdoor broadcast yeah i mean i'll be home and you want home. to join us virtually yeah, no, no can't you join us physically <coughs> uh, can't you join us once a week yeah. just gonna yeah, pass through it will depend on the incentive you know hey. everything is possible <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so this one is, is reward for work done uh-huh. yes. we are incentivizing but the reward can come before uh-huh. the work because the work will be done you know the way you, so you, you, you know you take salary advance uh-huh. 
I want you to come once a week. Between now and December 31st, just come once a week. You put it in right. Ask me the right. So that's pretty much what you'll do for us. Anyway, it's good to have you on the show today. Uh, Mr. Sky, Sky, welcome back to the show. Thank you, my brother. How People you? were asking me about you this whole weekend. Everywhere I go, they say, where's Mr. Sky? And I want to ask, am I my brother's keeper? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Why are you asking me about Mr. Sky? <laughs> when they greet I've been like, where's Mr. Sky? Yeah, but that is a good thing. But did we promise that we'll be everywhere together? But we have an of you. He's with his family. He's chopping <laughs> love. You know, he's doing his own thing. You know. We have an of you. So we are when twins. you are there, I should be there. And you always expose me because, you know. Please when was Ben of you. Twins. <laughs> You know, I went to a place <laughs> and then I started speaking. Uh, I went, to, I wanted to speak English, so I started I gave them some airway intro. They say, I'm always with this guy. <laughs> like, your airway is not strong. Where's with this guy. Your airway is not strong. Where's with this guy. <laughs> you know, stop disturbing my life. <laughs> Me, I'm an Accra boy. I was born in Accra. So don't kind of stress my life. I do my best. So, yeah, but Richard had the proverbs. You have to speak airway. You have to speak airway. <laughs> Yeah. You're better than Eddie now. I'm better than most people. You're better than Eddie now. Eddie now, Charlie, when you release one, the father has to correct it. No, but Eddie now is actually good, though. No, Eddie now is good, though. You're better than Eddie now. No, you know, Eddie now is good, though. Eddie speaks, the IGP has to call it. No, because, you know, her father is an old school, old school Ewen man who's very knowledgeable. Yes. So, he's deep. Eddie now is better than I am. Eddie now speaks very good Ewen. Actually, she does. She speaks better. Not like you, though. As for you, you're in a class of your own. <laughs> anyway, so it's time check. is 7.43. We're talking about how fast or how quickly the year has moved and what we've done with the year and how to reward people for hard work. And Freeman has some idea. You're saying that companies should learn how to reward their hardworking staff. It's very important. In what way? You see, Bernard, sometimes the bonuses are good, mm-hmm. but it's it's quite predictable, yeah. you know, and <coughs> sometimes it, you don't really have to spend mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. but what you give mm-hmm. makes a lasting impression on people, you All know, right. the experience that you give, you can give, I can give you just money uh-huh. and say, okay, take this, do whatever you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. You probably might do the same things that you do. And it's different if I come to you and say that, look, I just dress up on 24th, wear your white outfit mm. and carry your colleagues from work and go and have fun. This guy, you are prescribing the, you are prescribing for me how I should enjoy. You are helping me as a company to, to spend Absolutely. The, the Christmas in a very interesting Sometimes way. Sometimes you want to do something, but uh-huh. you are bereft of the ideas. You, don't, okay. you, don't, you are not too sure what to do. And it looks like it takes too much effort for you to say we are going to be organizing our end of year uh, staff party, you know, calling vendors, yeah, doing that. It's too complicated. Don't worry. So this just comes to situation. It just comes to situation. So how do you do it? You, you book a table for the staff. Yes, we book a table for staff. So, for instance, we are 30 people. We are 50 people. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to come in. We want to buy platinum tables. Three so, tables. So, three tables 30 straight. Staff. Ten, ten. How many, how many on the table? Eight on the table. So but when eight, we have yeah. that special mm-hmm. need, we will accommodate that. So, you're, you, are, you are saying to companies that they should organize themselves around tables. It's easier. One department, one table. Absolutely. So the sales department, one, one table. table. Yeah. The operations you, department, HR one department. table. Exactly. And it's, it's very easy to do. All you have to do is... And look, Bernard, mm-hmm. your people will never forget this experience. Is they it? will never forget it. What is so special about situation? Why, no. why do you make it sound like some wild thing? It is a wild thing because <laughs> the, the, the experience that you are coming to mm-hmm. have 
if you decide to organize your own program you will not have it, it. it won't happen it won't happen mm. because it goes beyond just food and drinks it goes beyond just a dj coming in mm. it goes beyond mm. um, um i mean just dance so the caliber of people coming so it's like the company of people you know thank you very much yeah. that is very very important where you have like-minded people who believe in the same level of enjoyment <laughs> you know so it's not no it's sometimes bernard you hear of certain programs you want to be there but you also sit back and look at the people who are coming would not really be your kind of audience you know, you know what i find interesting when you put like eight men Put a few drinks and food before them, then they think they can solve all kinds of problems. They can't. <laughs> okay. The idea. Like, Come here. You people, you have to tell the politicians. <laughs> no, see, at that point, no, you just speak your mind. Right. You know. I went to some place on Pisek and said, hey, you, small boy, come here. If one made the police says no, say this country, we are not fools. They go, they tell the phone to the road. They, what do you think? They say, yeah, this is the city guy. Hey, Aloski. Tell come, come, make a bad yeah. name for you. Tell you guys you the try. But if I tell the politicians, say they're the fool. You know, I mean, put him on air next week. You say, oh, please, I can't talk. <laughs> It's very true because sometimes when you are in the office in your shirt and your tie hey. and your jacket, some ideas hey. won't come. It's hey, ideas, agree. We can solve agree. Ghana people plenty. People, you are not doing anything. You are not talking. Then you drink another Guinness. Mm-hmm. Then the fresh idea will come. You know, he thinks that he has, he has Guinness induced economy. <laughs> <laughs> and when you add fried yam and the green pepper and you add some small chicken there, no, he thinks that. He thinks that. He wants to even talk about US issues as well because he believes that Charlie. Small, small fried yam will give him. Yeah, Charlie, everybody, Charlie. It unlocks your, yeah, your ideas. So you know? come and solve Ghana's problems. At, at we situation. need it. You need it. You need it. It's very important. Yeah. So, but let's go through the issue again. Yeah. The situation is happening on twenty fourth. It's just twenty days. Yes. Just twenty so days. Twenty fourth. Twenty fourth mm. at La Palm Royal Beach Hotel mm-hmm. at eight pm. Gates open. Mm-hmm. And if you know, I mean, how it's done. We say eight pm. The gates are open. Seven pm. Bernard. The place is half full. But wow, goes, yes. so it's 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Yes. It's a Sunday evening, Sunday evening, okay. 24th night. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's not 8 39, 9 30. No, 8 p.m. <laughs> means 8 p.m. Okay, <laughs> you, you get it. And and the beautiful thing is because that is why it's very important that you book your table early because we we name the tables mm-hmm. so when you call us you give us how you want us to brand mm-hmm. your table for you we do all that can a company buy for their clients so in a, for example maybe i'm an ad agency and i feel like this year this company has done very well for me so i want to reward them so can you or you can only buy for yourself is it possible to buy for a third party Bernard, you can buy for your family members you can buy for your clients you can buy for your friends in fact pastors can buy for their church members oh, nice. you can buy for anybody you have anybody okay so it's possible to book a table for a group easily for a group what about yes. families who want to come together that's also possible it's possible you see and and the beautiful thing about this is the fact that you don't have to stress to go through anything look Mm -hmm. it takes a whole journey to cook jollof rice just for some 10 people 20 people who are coming to your home christmas Mm -hmm. you have to go through all this now the beautiful thing is you come in apart from the food you're enjoying the grills the drinks you know situation is uh, uh, let me say like an upgrade of D2R. I was going to ask because so in the past Christmas you go and stand and just jump exactly. Out. So now, now, you, now you are sitting down. You are sitting down. There's a table before you, but, you can but there's also music. You can imagine a, 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 a kechep, 
performing and yeah. you have your drink, you have your grills, you know. Aquabo yeah. performing, you know, has some slow music and then fast mm. ones as well. So, I mean, it goes down differently. We are trying to say we are growing. So it's not like now that you go and just be jumping at music. That has to split. Oh, yeah. But the music is also there. Jumping is there. But there's chair. There's chair. There's coffee table. Thank you very there's much. Drink, there's drink. There's small chops. But there are drinks. Ah. Yes. So Sky, it's not the same thing. You yeah. know, in the past, we go and be jumping. Yeah. Yeah. Go and do after party. Yeah. But now the party yeah. is in the party. Everything. Everything is inside. I like the idea. Yeah. I like the idea. It means that the, the D2R crowd of 12 years ago, 15 years ago, now they are making a bit of money. Late. Now they are corporate executives. Yes. They are driving nice cars. Yeah. They don't want to go and sweat plenty. Mm -hmm. So they want to eat in quietness. They and want to dance in their chair. Yeah, they want to <laughs> dance in their chair. That one, you know how to dance when you are in your chair. No, but even with that, you dance small, you come and sit down because yeah. you have a chair too waiting for you. You drink water, you take your grills, you get up again, mm. you go and do it. You know, when you are dancing, you know there's food waiting for you. The energy level break, is different. You break the Chichinga and related matters. Yes, down. Just break it down. Let's know the packages <laughs> and then we know where we are in terms of booking because also with just three weeks to go, yeah. we need to know whether now people have to start paying or they can still book the ticket. So first, walk us through the packages. I think there are four, right? Yes. The so, highest so, is what? So the highest is platinum, okay, which is 10,000 CDs. And that comes with the mentions on the things it comes so with. So it comes with a champagne, it comes Dreams. with your Prosecco, it comes with whiskey, yeah. it comes with beer, it comes with soft drinks, water, yeah. it comes with cocktails, yeah. no, it comes with guy. grills, yeah. it comes with dinner buffet, yeah. and you have yeah. a dedicated waiter. No, no we'll go back to the, the <laughs> you know, the, the, the chichinga. The, <laughs> no, you, you know that the thing too high and Let me check it slowly. <laughs> so Does it come with fried yam? <laughs> Oh, but the chichinga no Friday I'm not is the accompaniment. Uh, I mean it goes without saying uh, what I say. Uh, you see the one when they uh -huh. are grilling in the water, the tea, the oil is falling on them. And that one you can even go and pass through where the smoke is coming and come back and sit down. When it's ready, yeah. then you go because that one a punchy a punchy. Yeah, yeah. Bad bad Thank you. That's the that's platinum. The so this is the highest level. So this is the highest. What's the next level after that? So the next one is the diamond table okay which comes with prosecco whiskey beer mm. soft drinks water mm. grills but it's the same thing or just this one you're not getting um a dedicated a champagne waiter. okay champagne. Not getting a dedicated waiter but it means that we are readily available I to guess. also get what you need but your buffet is different from the platinum buffet ah uh, the buffet too the, the buffet types. levels the uh -huh. types <laughs> because the platinum people should know that we they are, are platinum. the platinum people so it means that the platinum people they are sitting at a place that they know is platinum oh yes and the diamond people are sitting at the diamond yes. place yes i see but the only difference between the two in terms of the drinks is the champagne the, champagne. the dedicated waiter yes. and then the food itself exactly. Then the th and that's how much? And that is 8,000. So 2K difference. So what yes. about the... Uh, so then we go to the gold table. Sorry, this 10,000 is for the table. For the table. It's not for one person. Oh, no. no, no, no. Oh, so eight people. For eight people. Oh. Yeah. And this year... So it means the 8,000 for eight people, it means 1,000 CD per person. No, don't do that calculation. Uh, we are not using pi R. Okay. Let me go. I'll go there. <laughs> you go call the people. What's the, what's the third level? So, <laughs> so the third one is 6,000 CDs, which is the gold table. The golden and table. that seats eight people as well. Okay. So that also comes with Prosecco, comes with your whiskey, mm -hmm. comes with soft drinks, water, cocktail, and your grills. And also as a special... Grills and the grills oh, on the, the grills. side. Yes, you but there's no grills. buffet. There's no buffet. No, because the people they say they don't want to eat at night. Uh -huh. yeah. So let's be careful. Uh -huh. So the buffet is for the ten thousand people and the eight thousand people. If you are, if you are gold, your buffet will be brought to you. Mm. You will not go to buffet. They will bring you food. We'll bring you your grills and uh, grills. every other thing. Uh -huh. Yes, that we've mentioned. But when the 
diamond people and the platinum people are eating mm-hmm. are enjoying their buffet calculator know how much they paid wonderful so that's yeah. six thousand that's six thousand then yeah. there's another table and then we have the silver table okay so the silver you get your prosecco you get your wine you get your beer you get soft drinks you get water you get your grills as well now okay. this looks like the gold table mm-hmm. but quantities are not the same okay. uh, so it's a little less exactly now in terms of registration and all those yeah. things today is fourth yes so in the past we were saying people should call and book their table yeah is that what we are still saying people are paying so now it's not just book it's go not and book. secure exactly so okay. people keep asking when is the deadline there's no deadline when the table is full when is full. when the, the, the problem is full is full, is full. so is full. you are not saying you are waiting till next week for people to start paying no you can pay no. you have to pay now people have paid in november oh, people have paid, people have paid uh-huh. in november and this time around we have a lot of the corporate institutions paying so when you call the phone number are you calling to pay or to inquire or can you pay at the same time you How can do i can do everything so you have to call zero two zero five nine seven three and nine seven three or zero five five eight nine seven three nine seven three and when you call you sort of get more information about what you've said exactly and then you register the name of whatever you are booking for yes and then they'll show you how to pay how to pay now these phone numbers are they also whatsapp this phone number is on WhatsApp. Also well. WhatsApp, so yes. you can WhatsApp. You can WhatsApp. You can call. You can WhatsApp and call. Exactly. So zero two zero five nine seven three nine seven three. Yes. And then zero five five eight nine seven three nine seven three. Yes. And these numbers are open throughout the day. I mean, twenty four hours. So you either call or you WhatsApp. Exactly, and we'll get back to you. Somebody. So even if you don't pick, they will call you back, or they will I'll get call, back to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, once you give us a call, we will call go you back, back or we'll pick it and show you how you can make. What a if payment. I flash you like four times? Is that part? <laughs> <laughs> we'll call you and ask you, know, you that. What if, is if it? At this point, you are flashing. <laughs> it means that you can't <laughs> even buy the ticket. You know the funny thing? Some people, when you are mentioned, they flash it to check it. Whether it's on. I mean, you can try, but the most important thing for you to know is your payment secures your table. So you call and they'll tell you how to pay and you can make the payment. And once you make the payment, you've secured the table. So you haven't paid, you have not registered, you have not booked the table. No, we haven't counted you among the... What about those who want to come, maybe man and wife, three friends, you are not up to eight. Maybe Mm. you are just four or five. Mm. What is the arrangement? Mm. So we have arrangement for people like that as well. You know, not everybody has huge groups that you can come with. So once you call the number, you'll be also informed how you can be part of it. And you can still choose one of the four... Level. All the all the all the packages are available. Now Very this good. year we've deliberately also created the non-alcoholic tables. Very important. Yeah, you very know. important. Yes, yeah. I mean for people like Very you and there. Perez music and yeah. the, the, that crowd. And the Muslim brethren. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we so, don't, so, we don't so you can you can. So you mean here yeah, only some men drinks? Uh, you don't drink. Oh, yeah. Drink. Uh, you don't drink water. Drink what? Prosecco. Impact just finished. Do you know? Do you drink prosecco? Prosecco is which one? Uh, white wine. Yeah. Well, I, I, sometimes. Occasionally. Occasions like this. So Sky, you're on your sometimes, own. You're on yeah, your own. Sometimes. <laughs> so if, if we're at table, me and Nita will be on one table. drink is beer and hard liquor. Yeah, don't drink those yeah. things. <laughs> so you will be you will be with me and Nita. Small. Yeah, then he, 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 small. I'll be too small. After 12 minutes, come from You're on your own. No, say it again. A man, mm-hmm. a, a man doesn't refuse, or oh, doesn't do what? Doesn't refuse 
alcohol. You don't forfeit alcohol. You don't. You a don't proper man doesn't yeah. forfeit alcohol. I co sign. I co sign. Yeah, I mean, because uh, go at a faro yiga. There are some places you go that, that you need to. No, but that's ceremonial. No, it's not ceremonial. That's procedural. That's procedural. Enter those spaces, then there's a problem. So you are trying to say that me and Neta are not complete yet. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing, whether you are like Nathan or me or Samens or Sky, so Nathan and me we don't drink. See, yeah. he drinks more. He drinks a lot. <laughs> all of you, hybrid. Are we are hybrid. We are all in the hybrid, hybrid package. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually don't drink, you know. But you know how to yeah, yeah, manipulate the drink for special yeah, yeah, occasions. So let's go to so a man, a couple, three, four, five. They can all get on the, the same. Or if you are just one, one person can still yes, come. Yes, you can still come. But you will be on a table. You will be. You will on be a on a table. table. Yes. So this this program there isn't like a place where the rest of us just sit and watch. No, no it's no. table, 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 yes. table. So you have yes. to necessarily get a table. There's not like for plastic. So whatever package you are going for, there's a price for two or three or four or five. Yes. I, yes. I I get yes. that point. So and they call the same number too. Yes, you get the same call number. The same. Non-alcoholic too, we call the same number. Yes. I mean, every package you're looking for, just write this number down. 0205-973-973. Yeah. <laughs> or 0558-973-973. Any question you have yeah. concerning situation. Samus, what about those people who say, Charlie, me, no, I don't want to eat anything. I just want to come here and listen to the, music. We don't have some insight. <laughs> oh, I mean, you... you you, it means that you can buy the silver, um, which is the minimum you can do, mm-hmm. and and pretend that you are <laughs> you, are, you are doing something, you know. But most people look forward to the packages, and um, mm. and you know the choice of the packages normally are a, a reflection of people's personalities yeah. and the mix of the the yeah. friends that they have. So and also their determination to chill. Yes, you know some people. Some people, some people have meant the chilling from like August. So they, they are yeah. doing platinum. Yeah. yeah, but some people just want to come and have a cool time. <laughs> a yeah. friend, a friend from one of the banks called me and said, Charlie, I see the situation package. Charlie, I want to defy the economic situation. <laughs> I just want to defy the yeah, thing. Yeah. I need power bread. Anyway, so from uh, yeah. you're not you're not giving a deadline for people to do this. You're just saying that tickets. Uh, sorry, tables are available now. <laughs> so yeah, the yeah. earlier, the better. Absolutely. You know, sometimes when you give people specifics, you know, with dates, there's the deadline and all that, they come after you when something happens. Uh, Th- we don't want to promise anybody because if we wake up tomorrow morning and the, and the are, tables are done, are done, it means we are done. So if I give you 15th or 14th and by 10th, we are sold out. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, you have every so, right to take so us on. So apart from the food and all that, there's also some great lineup, right? Yes. Akwaba has confirmed his participation. Yeah. Ochiame Kwame has confirmed. Keche has confirmed. Yeah. Manifest has confirmed. Manifest. Perez Music has confirmed. Yes. And the list will get longer. Yeah. Wonderful. The band. The band in Chinchim is Chinchim on. Band. That's a bomb. Sounds like in Chinchinga. <laughs> in they Chinchim. have to go together. In Chinchim. Chinchim is on. Yes. And the dress code is all white. All white. Hmm? Prima, please come every week. If you can even come every t- three days, we don't have a problem. I'm so, happy you are saying it at this time. Yes. Like GM and MD. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Says he, he says he wants some compensation. Party of the year. Wrong, <laughs> 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 
Frema Edunyame is the head of events at City. She passed through the show this morning. We are not saying you can go. You finish your call duty, but you can stay if you want. If you want to go to, no problem. We don't have a problem. Yeah, Ask Bishop Duncan. We like to say that here. Yeah, you can clap. You don't have to, but if you want. <laughs> There's more coming up on the show this morning. But take and show me that friends is next. But don't forget the phone number to call or to WhatsApp is 0205. 973-973 and don't forget there's also another number 0558-973-973 it's on the 24th of December she says the gates open at 7 but the program I'm seven sure starts eight. at 8 yep. so that by 7 to 8 you can just relax and get there make sure you grab your table now there are four the platinum the diamond the gold and the silver oh. Coming up next is tech and social media trends. It's brought to us by Vodafone. Vodafone Cash Special Bundles just got sweeter with the new Vodafone Cash Special Voice Offer. With only five CDs, you get five 200 minutes of talk time valid for seven days to all networks. Make calls to all networks all week long at the best value on Vodafone Cash Special Voice Offer. Talk for 200 minutes with just five CDs. Dial star 110 hash to buy your bundle or visit my Vodafone app to make that purchase. And it's also brought to you by FBN. We are rewarding customers in the Archie Deposit and Win promo from now until March 2024. You must be a customer with FBN Bank. Make a deposit of 550 into your account, current or savings. You NF an attractive 5% interest rate per annum by moving your deposit into a call account. Call 0596921921 or visit any FBN branch. FBN Bank, you first. Mr. Bodai Kwao is going to tell us what's trending. Well, after a football-heavy weekend, you can imagine that mm-hmm. sport-related themes are heavy mm-hmm. on the trend. So names like Kudos. Kudos. Yeah, more that Kudos. the English boys, not Kudos. It's because, you see, they haven't it's seen... It's it Mohamed Kudos. You see, the point is that they haven't seen such a combination. It's Kudos. <laughs> so, call him Kudos. Kudos. No, it's yeah. a Kudos. And this. Charlie, warn them for me. We don't <laughs> really like that nonsense. <laughs> So what could we score for West Ham? They drew one one with Crystal Palace. He's in the trend. So while he's getting praise, Marcus Rashford is getting absolutely uh, roasted. Is he still uh, is he still playing football? Uh, yeah, he thinks no, he thinks he's playing football. He shows up every week, wears a jersey and runs a funny thing. I need Marcus is very popular among my kids' age group. He's a very popular footballer. They, a lot of people know him. Yeah, he is. If you ask kids between maybe age eight to twelve the most famous footballers in the world Rashford is always part mm. but he's ba- not playing ba- running around <laughs> over the weekend he and his entire Man United Chale. team were on the front burner Chale. getting cooked Man, at Newcastle Charlie is not getting any better anyway Grealish is also I, not I don't know why the, I'm Chale. looking at why the referees you know that referee that gave Liverpool two red cards and disallowed our goal he went to do the same thing to Man City <laughs> he's oh. a very short referee. Is he a new referee? Wait, he ran like Humpty Dumpty. He's been around for a while. You know Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> the referee did like that. He bad pass. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Grealish trending, Hearts of Oak trending, Bisuma, Semenyo. So lots of the football. Semenyo too scored. Yes, Semenyo scored. Inyaki too scored. Yes, Charlie. Anyway, um, away Later, from that. But Kaisedo how? Charlie. Uh, <laughs> he's not in the <laughs> Boys are going inside. Okay, <laughs> you Liverpool on by saying we go Chelsea. 
don't do it. Go tired. Small, small. You know yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the weekend, they, they beat Brighton 3-2. Anyway, it's so Adenta, Adenta is also trending. As a consequence of the NPP's primaries, mm-hmm. um, Akosia Menu. Menu, yes, Akosia Menu is trending. Lots yeah. of conversation around her. It was, it was a close race. But she did well to win it. Well, that so so that that's that's uh, those are the things in the trends. So yeah. some tech news, Spotify mm-hmm. is saying that they are cutting or Oi. it is cutting seventeen percent of its workforce. Oh, why? As they seek to clamp down on costs. Now Oi. Daniel um, Eek or Eck, I hope I got the name right. He said he had made a difficult decision with the economic growth slowing dramatically. Now mm. Spotify employs more than nine thousand people, and their CEO said substantial action to right-size their cost was needed mm. for the company to meet its I was, I've been using Spotify since 2008. Wow. I was introduced... At that time I went to the UK, it was only in UK and US. I think now it's everywhere. Yes, it is. It's a very fantastic Platform. app. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great streaming place music for your streaming podcast, platform. for your music, and yeah. for the audio thing. Started by... The guy is a Scandinavian guy. Yes, Daniel. Is it Ek or Ek? Surname spelled E-K. Yeah. You have to tell us how. But that's the news from Spotify. They are cutting down... 17% of staff to save costs. All right, that was Tech and Show Media Trends with Nathan. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. To my faithful girls. Humble, willing, and able girls. Fourteen minutes past eight. City breakfast show. <clears throat> Wishing a few people a quick happy birthday greeting this morning. My sister Valeria Kumanoi. Today is your birthday. You work at Wayek. <clears throat> this is from your husband Eddie, <clears throat> and from the rest of the family, including your kids and myself. Valeria Kumanoi, happy birthday. My sister in whom I'm well pleased. Happy birthday to Nana Yadate, Corporate Affairs Unit DVLA. It's a big day for you. God continue to bless you from Gabi Ofei. Happy 40th to my best, my heartbeat, Mr. Thomas Bedu Frimpong of the Indian High Commission Accra from your wife, Mrs. Adjoa Frimpong in Berlin, Germany. Enjoy your day to the fullest. If someone asks us what a model marriage looks like, we point them to yours you give us hope to always want to do same with ours four decades of marriage is enough reason to confirm that marriage is a, a great idea and god's idea and 1983 marriage in ghana must be a true test of faith in god they got married in 1983 with my brother that's deep you were you were you were you were a year old when that thing happened yeah the hunger in the system Charlie. people were wearing rolling chain Charlie. Hang up, Charlie. 
The message is happy 40th anniversary, Prof- Apostle Professor Peter Ohini Che and Dr. Mrs. Abigail Che from the entire Che and Edu families. They got married in 1983 and they are still going strong. Charlie. They were wearing some Afro and some bar. 83, where were you? Form, uh, form 2. Um, form 2, form, form 3, two. yeah. Form 2. Were so you were like form two, form three. You were like yeah. twelve years old. No, 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 no. I was fourteen, fifteen. So you were conscious of the system. Oh, very. You knew there was hunger in town. Well, you know, on hindsight, yeah. you can describe it as okay. as that. Yeah. But at the time, we thought that was, was normal. That was life. But when you and went to form one, it was eighty-one. Yeah. So. Um, eight. 80. So did you yeah. did you notice 80, the deterioration went, in quality of life in '83? Oh, I mean, as a kid, you you, you, you only hear. I mean, you, you don't buy, so you you only hear. And yeah. the food that were were given in school mm-hmm. uh, didn't change much, except that you know because of foreign aid, the food aid that came in, were eating some things that were not used to. You know, like you go and then cheese. they give you cheese. The cheese is the cheese itself is like chop box, <laughs> and you have to break the cheese like you are breaking bread. And then Tom Brown. No, the cheese then, is like a stone. Yes, you know, the cheese that you eat some and keep some. <laughs> you know, um, we we ate all sorts of things. You know, that's where apalanchi was introduced. Apalanchi fried yam. <laughs> The way you guys fry it. Is it that people used to eat dandelion, dandelion, and then boko boko? Yeah, boko boko, yeah. Boko boko to do like stew. stew. Yes. In place of contumery. Yes. Why boko boko grows naturally? I I don't know. (laughs) No, because I hear boko boko is good, but we only eat it. People only eat it when there's like. Some people eat it still regularly. Yes. So yes. were, Were they giving you that in school? Yes. So, were, so in school in Swesco, what food were you eating in '83? Oh, we're eating kinky. Except that the kinky, the the worse the economy got, the yellower it became. <laughs> you get yellow corn. Yellow corn kinky. Why yellow corn is from where? Is it like from the US? You know, yellow corn. My understanding is it was mostly for chicken feed. <laughs> Mostly, and they were and, using and, the yellow corn to do the kinky. As the situation got bad, they had to divert the thing from the chicken to humans. And what still were you using to eat the yellow? The, gas the, oil. Gaso? Yeah, gaso. In those same saucepans. Very, very healthy. Was, was there fish inside everything? There was something that looked like fish. Do you remember how many? There you was were? opoku. Even then. <laughs> yes, there was. Opoku. Do you remember how many you were in form Then one? there was uh, 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 the other one, the hard one with salt on it. Um. No, I mean, he, he's mentioned something. Yeah, I don't know. Kaku, kaku, kaku. Uh, they added it to your gaso. Yes, you see kaku inside, Charlie. You know kaku. You but, are but how, how many? Do you remember how many? Do you remember how many you were in form one? In, in your year group, form the, one. the entire, entire form group, one. Yes, I think we were. We were around one twenty. Because the, the of, whole form one. Yeah. We're, how we're many classes? Forty. Forty in class. Well, 160. How yeah. many classes would there be? Four, four classes. So A, B, C, and D. A is what? Arts. No, 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 no. We didn't have that. Ah, how does no, it work? No, we didn't have that. Everybody was doing the same thing. Ah, until, for all levels. So you all mix. No, until you get to form 
four mm -hmm. where you make the choice of the pathway so after form three you decide whether you want to be a science student so in form four you now do science arts business and the rest. so there were four classes of about 40 each yes so some of your mates went to do art some yes. went to do science yes in form four so we all do the same things for three years and then so this is 1980 81 82 yeah so you went to swesco in 80 so now that you are the global president oh, and so next year that they are admitting people no how many no we're admitting people yeah. they are coming today to so date. how many students are coming um in excess of 1000 in excess of 1000 because when i went to presec they told me that it's possible there will be about 2000 yeah that's possible it's yeah, possible yeah. that the form because the form twos are about 1009 and Swesco is also a big school. Yes, yeah, Swesco is a big school, so you will definitely get more than thousand. No, I mean last year, last year we had a thousand three hundred. Well, then you get thousand five. So ah, you had thousand three, and then you say you are getting more than thousand three. No, I said in excess of thousand. So so you get about thousand five. How many houses you do you have? You, you your prayer will not change it <laughs> <laughs> because we are hustling with infrastructure. How so. many class? How many houses do they have? Well, we have about nine houses. And what's the capacity of each house? Uh, that I, I'm not. I, I don't but have figures. But it's like up and down. It's just yeah. There are four for the main um, houses. There are four dormitories each. One, two, three, four. Yes. And a dormitory contains how many? Um, I, I, I don't have. Is it the figures. same dormitory that you were in when you were there? Very much so. Yes. It's the same dormitories. Yes. And when you were there, how many houses were there? Um, the male houses were three. But now they are more. No, I think they are four, and then the female houses are, are three. But there's a new one, which new one um, can take up to six hundred students. So if you add form one, form two, and form three, the students will be about three thousand or more. Well, our current okay, as at end of last academic year, our staff, uh, our student strength uh, population was four thousand. <laughs> 4,000? Yeah. How many teachers do you have? Um, uh, teachers, I'm unable to tell, but you know, we have about 3,500 students uh, as board in the boarding house, and we have less than 30 teachers who live on campus because of accommodation. You are serious? Yes. You have 3,500 students yes. sleeping on campus yeah. with less than 30 teachers on campus managing them? Yes. That's who live on campus. Every other teacher lives. Has to shuttle. Yes, and and that's a big problem which we are hey. we are having to deal with. So our our current drive is to build uh, more masters um, bungalows. I'll, I'll come back and continue the conversation. <laughs> I, I'm 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 using you to speak to speak for school <clears throat> managers because I know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You know, and when you get involved in alumni work, you become part of school management, whether I like it or not. Because you have to contribute to running the school because the PTA chairman and the headmaster and you and the board chairman, you are not like one committee. Any problem that happens, therefore, you have to solve it. PTA chair, headmaster, board chairman, alumni president. If alumni president happens with the board chairman, it's even worse. You know? So it's a serious situation. They are opening today. We'll talk about that. Parents will get in touch with us on what they think can be done to make life easier for them. Some are asking for the reopening to be extended.
But Nathan will do a quick round of announcements for us. Yes, talking about school, higher education is very important. That's why Lancaster University Ghana is an option, especially if you want your prospects enhanced with a British degree delivered right to your doorstep. They are currently taking admissions for the 2024 January intake. Get in touch with them. Admissions at lancaster.edu.gh. Visit their website, lancaster.edu.gh, or call them on 030-221-8989 or 020-960-7008. Lancaster University Ghana is the only British university campus in West Africa. Now, the 8th of December, the UGMC Benefit Concert is happening and it will feature artists like Joe Metal, Koda, Neo Kai, Joffa, were Incorporated, and the famous UGMC Choir. Now, they are collaborating with uh, the Chango crowdfunding platform as the UGMC embarks on a groundbreaking mission to raise 50 million CDs for an ultramodding inpatient clinical trials unit, which is the first of its kind in West Africa. If you want to donate, dial star 887 star 222 hash. And you can also um, get in touch with them on 050-118-7994 to find out more. Admission is free. It's happening 6 p.m. Friday, the 8th of December. Now, make that big move with the GCB personal loan. You can get access of uh, can get access to an amount of 400,000 CDs at a significantly reduced interest rate. And you get all kinds of great goodies, a two-month repayment grace period to meet your urgent financial obligations. Get in touch with GCB on 0800-422-422 or visit any GCB branch for details. GCB, your bank for life. Now, we are in a digital era where money is carried on banks and mobile phones. And this festive season, you need a trusted payment solution to help you collect your money securely without any hassle. BluePay has made this simple. You can accept Momo and card payments from your customers instantly across all networks effortlessly. Say goodbye to the limitations of cash-only transactions and get yourself BluePay. Now, with that, you can dial the customer's number, the amount they owe, and they will receive a prompt, and then you can get your money. Get in touch with BluePay on 0547-220-200 or visit bluepay.com.gh to ensure that you never miss a sale. Haptel? Yes, yes, yes. Download the Haptel app, haptel.com slash app, or uh, to install the app and set a reminder Mm -hmm. To renew your car insurance today because not renewing it can get you into trouble, especially when you bash your car or you have one problem or the other. So get yourself instant car insurance on Haptel and then you can get your insurance sticker anytime with no wahala. Haptel is everything you. Now, are you looking for financial support to make your dreams a reality? Then the National Investment Bank's personal loan is your key to unlocking a world of possibilities it doesn't matter what you're doing nib's personal loans are the perfect solutions tailored to your needs get in touch with them on 0302-428-500 or call to free 0800-007-777 and unlock a lot of possibilities with nib's personal loans nib or national investment bank empowering your aspirations securing your future let me play a quick report on the readiness of parents for reopening and then we'll talk to some education authorities about the school reopening. This is the City Breakfast Show. I have a, a global alumni president in the studio. I also have a... You know, because of what I did last two weeks, you know, I, I spent... I, and it was good I listened to your advice to do this because when you get involved in your school's activities, it opens your eyes to many things. You know, and the passion 
with which we were doing the Swiss code thing is what was also driving my <laughs> precept. I'm very, I'm being very honest with you. You know, like when he became a global president, he organized like a number of programs. I remember that was the day he took me and Apioko and Ko to the school to go and speak to the students. He's doing some classes. It's like a lot of things. We also have a very um, forward-thinking alumni chairman. He's called Dr. Ophiris Apong. He's also very engaged. And we have a system where if you're 25 years after school, you organize a speech day. And I was the head of the speech day subcommittee. I see. Uh, so it gave me, a, so I was working with like four teachers on different things, awards, all kinds of things. And Charlie, the teachers, they try. You know, the, the, SS, the teachers are doing very well. In fact, I think they are even, they are doing, they are doing much better than our teachers. Because our teachers didn't have the kind of numbers these guys have, you know. And I, when, when the headmaster gave a speech, I mean, can you imagine? He said, look, one of the things he's begging the government to do, he said, you don't have money to buy prepaid. It's like a whole school is on prepaid credit. And when, and they, if they don't have cash to buy the credit, because government money doesn't come in, the whole school is off. So they have to find money to buy prepaid credit for the school to run. It is a major problem for every, every school. In fact, some of the schools, you know what they do? Um, just to manage the, the power distribution thing, instead of allowing students to have preps, Prep. Prep. evening preps <coughs> in their classrooms, they, they put off the lights in the classrooms and ask everybody to go for prep in the dining halls. Charlie. So that they can make, they can manage the power. Yes. Charlie. 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 <laughs> you know, it's, so it's something. It's, 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 it's a major challenge. There's a, there's a disconnect between the cash flow available to the schools and the policy that suggests that it shouldn't take. Because you see, the schools had the means of keeping, maintaining money. I met a parent at a program I went to. His daughter is, his son is in one of the schools in Cape. He said, Charlie, when I saw my son, I go lean. Oh. The school doesn't give them proper food. <laughs> so he says, every week I'm yeah. sending something to this guy. Yeah. And the school too cannot officially even say we are collecting the money. And I'm saying to myself, who are we deceiving? <clears throat> you know, we, we are not saying that don't do free SHS. But some means, if you, if you are running a school today, there's, a, there's different means of getting money. The government money comes back to come late. If you have a guaranteed means, if you have 4,000 head parents, and each parent even pays 500 cities. That gives you enough money to, to run certain things. So you're basically tying the hands of the head school's heads. And you're also not paying the money on time. And you're asking them to do magic. With 3,500 students. Increasing the numbers. Yes. So you're going to send 1,500 students to this school. You have 30 teachers managing the students. They have to eat breakfast, lunch, and supper. They have to buy credit. They have to buy detergents. How do you expect them to run a school... The government money will come maybe a month or two months, sometimes a whole three months after the, the, the period. And when parents say they want to contribute, say they shouldn't do it. What are you doing? And every school you go, there's the same complaint. Yep. It's, it's not, Charlie. So people are doing la la su la la. In fact, my own guy said to me, they go to some school, they do PTA meeting. When they finish, they say, okay, parents, enter this room. Enter <laughs> 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 this room, when you enter. You don't say anything, just give the money. And then we'll write your name. We'll take your name. We'll give you a receipt, okay? If you give me a receipt, it will go to the minister or whatever. So you enter the room, you pay the and you say, what, what is that? Samuel, what, what is that? <laughs> it's a big problem. I mean, it's, it's, no, 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 it's not good. It's, um, 
Uh, funny enough, uh, mo- most most look most of the people who who run the policy they don't have their children in in, yeah. in this system. They don't feel. And so I think their reality is a bit different. And for us, because we've been involved somehow yeah. in in in, yeah. in the process, it, it gives us a better reality. Yeah. Um, what we have currently is not sustainable. It's not yeah, sustainable. It's not um, over time, the quality will just dissipate and we'll be left with nothing. Yeah. That's a problem. And and so it, it just requires a rethink. And the other thing I'll say, everything the students, they have to carry chairs. So like, we were supposed to do a Thanksgiving service on Sunday at the ceremonial grounds to build, then it started raining. Mm-hmm. So the whole school, they carry the chairs to the assembly hall. And the assembly hall can only take 1,002, which is bigger than when we were there. They built a new one, 1,002. And the four ones are more than 1,000. So the, the, the service we did was just for phone ones because the phone ones were in the room, the rest were on the balcony, the phone twos were just somewhere else because they can't even fit into the room. When we were doing the mentoring, we had to break down down into classes and then we took the science students in form two to the assembly hall and then we divided them into groups of like 150 before we could actually engage them. So we, we have about 50 alumni and we broke ourselves into groups because if you say you're going to do a big, you can't do it. Like the thing we went to do in your school, we can't do it. You see the thing I want to do with you and yeah. we can't do it in our school. It's not possible. There's no venue to do it. Okay. I mean, the thing is, that, that, hall, we, that hall we used was a hall they started building when we were in school. How many can it take? <laughs> I think it takes, it can take maybe up to a thousand, five, two thousand. That, that's a huge it's, it's a big hall. It was a big hall. Yeah. yeah. It's a big hall. You know... <laughs> It's, it's, it, it, uh, look, the, the, the problem, the, the headmasters, headmistresses, they're just magicians. How they do it, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's you serious can, you, you're a headmaster, you get a call from a fellow headmaster, and you are thinking that, oh, maybe they are going to talk about uh, proper issues about. No, is You get some. Do you have some of that Belima? Because to uh, give us today, that tomorrow we'll, we'll find some for you. Headmaster, pick a phone. He's looking for Belima to do to do banku for students. I mean, we 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 we, we had to um, do our school farm again. Yeah. Um. So for some time now, they use um, produce some from the. Does it include farm. poultry too? Um. No, we haven't. We haven't done the poultry, but because it's more difficult to so, manage. So this is to ones, subs- yeah. This is to provide extra food. Subsidize the, the, um, and these are um, pepper, um, vegetables, tomatoes. Is, do you have enough land to do it? We do have. We do have. We currently have seven acres, but um, we, we have a total land available of between fifteen and twenty acres for the school farm. We've only farmed seven acres. Next year, we're expanding to 15 acres. Mm. And just to help, because mm-hmm. it's just the perishables, you know. We, we did okra, we did um, um, pepper, we did tomatoes. And but, but, but I mean, my helpful. question is, you guys are doing well. A lot of alumni are doing well. PTS are doing well. But that still cannot replace oh, that's true. the way the that's government true. is yeah. not... That's and true. it's not, the government is not listening to the challenges of the schools. Look, I think they should listen to their masters because they, they are really struggling. Mm-hmm. They are really, look, Okoboy did something. He managed to renovate, he's two years behind me. Our kitchen didn't have a facility to suck out smoke. So these women are cooking they are, and they are inhaling smoke. So he, he, he established a system which then creates, a, extracts it, it extracts the smoke. Come and see the, the kitchen women. 
come and see how happy they are. Because all of them have been teaching us, cooking us for 30 years. How they even managed to prepare food for the students to eat, I don't know. How they managed I think now you guys got the the quick cooker. That's he did. The, it was part of the thing he did. The equipment. I think so because they no, there's, so, there's some equipment, the bo a boiler, a new boiler yeah. in the system that cooks large amounts of food I within a it, short time. Yeah. Um, you know. Because I think in Accra it's like steam cooker. Serious. I, I one. think we are the biggest cook in Accra. I don't know. Mm. I know they are so more we we are told that Presec has one. So yes. you know, so it means that like when they put the rice inside rice for um thousands it can cook quite yeah, fast cook, yeah. cook, quick, quick, but every school done. should have that but we can't buy it's expensive the government should buy for everybody ah summons you have four thousand students in your Swiss school you are telling me government cannot buy a cooker for you they took 600 people to how many people going to went to cop cop 28 uh, the, the dining hall tables that i use the same tables that you are saying <laughs> they should go mass yeah but it's, it's different you see dining hall table one year group can contribute to change it but the cooker the thing you are talking about yeah. look even for the safety of the people look sky if you go and see how they cook for these boys to eat that's crazy be serious if you see where they sleep looks so all the boys are not even getting bed yeah Charlie, it, it's like prison when i went to the service they were wearing white white mm -hmm. and they having their school cloth was not in and you know we would do school cloth with jumper mm -hmm. so you wear white shorts and a white jumper they look like people in a prison because they didn't have their clothes, so they're all looking like, why are they dressed like this? They say, oh, the school, even the school uniform for Form 2 is not in. So those who are going to Form 2, when they go in March, school uniform is not in. Like, why? Yeah, that thing is called uh, 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 steam cooker. Steam cooker? Yes, steam cooker. For, for, for large size yes. cooking? Yes, steam cooker. I, I think every school should have it. Yeah. Because your Swiss school is not even the biggest school in Central Region. No. At no, this school, it's a big school. So you are dealing with 4K. Yeah. They will have like 6,000. And these are just boys who... How are you going to manage this? What kind of food are they eating? How are they going to even... What are they going to learn? I went to Science 122. Mm -hmm. We have 24 science classes. 1 to 22. I mean... You went when your school, how many science classes do you have? Oh, we had only one science class. There are 24 science classes in Form 2. 24. So even if you're a math teacher... How many of them can you teach? Maybe they, maybe you are three masters. How will you share it? How will you mark? How will you do counseling? We are the school has one counselor. The whole school. Yes, one counselor. And Charlie, it, it you know it's a population thing. So two things: the population board and free teachers being implemented at the same time. Infrastructure not expanded. Government not listening. Everybody is talking. You go to the alumni alliance. They did programs. Professor, uh, this guy. This professor who spoke from um, a suman, he gave a majestic paper on how to manage education. Nobody's listening. <laughs> education is one of the places where a lot of the policy people have been giving free advice. You understand? Like the people are not. It's not like astrophysics where only one or two people know. But there are so many people who have done education who are speaking out. Former directors of education somehow. They are not; those ideas are not coming into the thing. So it's it's, Charlie, it's, it's terrible, though. And you know what's happening now? The school fees of the private schools going higher, higher, higher. So the irony is that if you send your son to a school or Suesco or Presec or Akraka, it's free SHS allegedly. The top schools in private, the top private schools, some are charging fifty thousand CDs a term. Mm -hmm. If I'm lying, he'll tell me. And the 50,000 is even one of the lowest in that class, so there are categories. 
right? So you have the TISs, the SOSs, the Christian highs. People are paying thousands so and sky there isn't enough space for all of us our children to go there and some some of us we earn normal salary we can't get that money to go there you know if you do i don't know what kind of work i'll do that will give me that money to put in that <laughs> so that we all need to make sure that the, the, the public the proper, the, you know what i'm saying work. and for some reason the, the the system is not listening for example people say let these students go free and let borders pay that's one solution if borders pay, the school has enough money to feed them well. Then government can send the money later on to subsidize. So then they'll get better food. So when government money comes, you eat egg. If government money doesn't come, you eat bread and cocoa. Now you say they shouldn't pay government money to the delay. Okay, that's option one. Option two, expand day schools in community so that Suezco is going to get another thousand five. If there were two or three schools around Suezco, you can even use Suezco's knowledge and skill to manage those schools but they are three day schools then their numbers are lower now you have three thousand five people in the boarding school with only 30 teachers you can't have that thousand of those can be day students in swedrumai shs or something that one too we are not seeing what they are saying about it you know they are saying use means testing let some people pay down to every day free shs is the best akuvado is the best thing since sliced bread we are not going to listen so now everybody's looking for money to put their child. So now people are sending food to their children, sending extra money. Which would have been better if the school pulled that money. Because if I can spend 500 CDs a week on my child to augment their food, it means I can pay 2,000 a term. Let me pay that 2,000. Sky pays 2,000. Nathan pays 2,000. That's 6,000. That 6,000 can feed the three better than my 500 will feed my child alone. Because it's economies of scale. If I send 500 to my child every week to buy milk powder and those things, it's still not good food. But if we all pay that 2,000, that 6,000 can feed 10. That one too. I mean, can't both way. Who is on the line? Okay. All right. We we'll have to find out. Who. Okay. Kofi sorry. Good. Okay. Africa Education Watch Online. Now, let me tilt the angle a bit. Whilst all this is going on, there's been pressure on the government to reopen later than 4th. Mm-hmm. They sent the calendar three weeks ago. We looked at the calendar. Form 3s and Form 2s are home. Form 1s are going to school today. They will be in school till, I think, 20th January. 20th December. 20th December. Come home, go back. Good. Now, the Chronicle reported today that Africa Education Watch, which I think is one of the leading educational policy institutions, they seem to agree that the Form 1 should go to school today, even though a lot of parents are saying no. Parliament also said they didn't want the students to go to the but Africa Education World seems to agree. Kofi Asari is on the line. Kofi, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Hi, Donald and Tim. Good morning. Good morning to your territory. Wonderful. So I wanted you to focus on the reopening angle of the discussion. The Parliament is saying that reopening should be extended or the form one should go later. But the GS is saying no, they have to go today. What are your thoughts around the reopening date and the fact that parents think that it's too short and notice for them to get the students ready and that they'll stay in school for too short a period before the break? What are your thoughts on all that? Okay, but I'm first, uh, let me uh, differentiate reopening from reporting and, and also from the date for academic, uh, commencement for academic activity. Reporting is, reporting is normally the first week, okay? Um, and then the second week is normally for orientation. So if you look at last year, last 
February this year. You know, they were supposed to report a certain date, and then the orientation was going to be the next week. So effectively, the first two weeks, it's not academic question. It's actually reporting week one, and then um, orientation, where the student gets acclimatized with the environment and all that in week two. Let me just put that in perspective so that people understand the difference. Now, um, in the past academic year, the genius announced the outcome of the school placement on 15 February 2023. And our announcement on 15 February, they indicated that schools were reopening, schools were reporting dates was 3 February. And so parents had five days. We didn't hear the hue and cry we are hearing today, and at least not to the magnitude, perhaps because Parliament has intervened. But in this particular academic year, as the last academic year, at the time that at the time that the, the reporting date was announced, and and, and at, at the same time placement was announced, 69% of qualifying candidates had been placed by the computer. So it means that 31% had five days to go through self-placement and get their schools. Now let's fast forward. Today, on 27th November, GNS announces the date for reporting for the 2023-2024 academic year. On that day, placement is announced. Okay. It announces that placement and reporting from the fourth, which means parents have seven days compared to the five days they had last academic year. Seven days prepared. Again, on that very day, it announces that 81% of qualifying candidates have been, have, have been placed. And so, 19%, a maximum of 19% were supposed to self placed. So, 89% placed, compared to the 69% placed. So, 81% placed, compared to the 69% placed in the previous academic year. So, that's a situation where we have more students being placed ahead of this academic year. And two extra days to prepare compared to last year. Now, my position, this is not Edward's position, my position is that compared to last academic year, the, this year the space for parental, uh, you know, uh, there's a space for parents to pay their kids for school um, is better than last year. And also, compared to last academic year, this year, um, over 10% more of the qualifying candidates have been placed. 81% have been placed in schools. When they have been placed in schools, when they're looking at this now, compared to 59% of last year. And I go ahead and conclude that we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that we are still running a transitional calendar. We are not in normal time. So the free financial program for this one has been in an emergency mode. It's an ambulance service because we agreed that we'll go for an approach where everyone, no one should be denied access for us. I mean, so if it took us to run an emergency service or an ambulance service, for no one to be denied access. And so the, that was government policy. That's the principle behind government policy. So the luxury of the adequacy of time, the teachers having the right vacation to relax and then, you know, 
have things running the way they should. Parents having adequate time to plan, having trusted or much more um, uh, predictable vacations, calendar says, has never been a feature of the policy since day one. And the opportunity cost of going through that painstaking process of sacrificing is that we are making impact on the numbers, on the assets. So we shouldn't lose sight that we are still running the transitional calendar. And even for students to go to school to be, some had to leave school just about a week ago. So that is the point where I need to remind all of us that we are still running at a, you know, a transitional calendar. All right. So that, 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 that's fair in terms of comparison to last year and then the fact that more students have already been enrolled. But they are saying that if you look at the reopening or reporting day, which is today, you probably need a week for all the others who haven't even um, gotten enrolled to get enrollment. But they are supposed to go back home by 20th December. So effectively, they are going to spend two weeks in school. And then per the calendar, they will stay home for more than two months. Is that correct? If that is correct, isn't isn't that odd? Yes. So yes. So that, that second challenge is that they are going back in place and then going back to school. Okay. Now, that for me is a coldness. I mean, I mean, I mean, I appreciate that issue because the cost of transport is significant. We are doing an analysis of the cost incidence of food in the high school. We will publishing it on fourteenth in the of Ghana. And one of the things we are saying is that about 10% of how much students and parents spend on senior high school education is the cost of transport. Because sometimes in a semester, the children will come home twice. They will just won't go at the beginning and come at the end. No, they will go, come, go, and come again. Just one semester. And so sometimes parents spend close to 10 to 15% of the total expenditure of the award in senior high school. So I agree that that is a, a concern um, worth discussing. However, I also appreciate that, um, you know, I'm not sure, I'm sure many parents would have raised the issue about not having an opportunity of spending Christmas with their wives if they were asked to stay in the school during Christmas. Teachers will also have, need to have the space to spend Christmas with their family. They need a holiday, so they might not be available at that time. So these two factors, again, feed into the challenge of the academic, academic calendar. You see, in West Africa, we are the only country not writing what you other what you can do since 2021. Our last one was 2021. And the only reason is because we have not been able to reset our academic calendar post-COVID. Why? Because of the book. It's taking a painstaking process to, you know, I mean, to, to, to reduce the deficit. Last year, we went to school in February, on 20th February. This year, we want to go on something like that. We have cut the deficit by over a month, about five or six weeks. So it will take a lot of painstaking you know, uh, sacrifices, not only from the juniors. Unfortunately, all we are discussing is about the sacrifices friends are making and that they have to break. Their children want to come back um, Christmas time, extra cost of transport, and all inconveniences. But there are other sacrifices that are expect added in the value chain. Okay. To take, for example, why Hawaii took 90 days to deliver BC results. Couldn't they have taken fewer days? Because everyone has to play work, has to play, the junior has to play by certain parents and teachers and students. You know, and then the placement.
different systems of activity to play. If we can cut down the turnaround time of all these rare assets, we will be gradually resetting our calendar to September. Then we align with I'm sure the plan is that next year we want to write it the rest of West Africa and go from West Africa. So you understand why you want to go and cut something this year. It is very important. If we have seven days of interaction this year, it is very significant to ensure that next year we are able to cut it from West Africa. Because the next year, Carolina is very tight. You look at it very well. When they return, I think they are in school throughout for, for about four months or five months, if you check it. So... Um, we don't have that last, but I agree perfectly. It's inconveniencing. It adds extra cost to um, the, the cost that parents bear, the expenses of parents. It's not like the transport costs and all that. Um, but I wish so, so what will it take to correct the imbalance in terms of the fact that our calendar has not been structured in tandem with the others? Do you foresee this? Um, double track going away anytime soon and also even with the numbers and the lack of teachers and all of that when do you see normalcy returning to our public secondary educational system i i with this game made uh, looking at the calendar academic calendar that has been put out by the genius i see normalcy returning from this academic year we should be able to do october in this year um that is one the second is that on the question of the work track, uh, it's difficult. I have a certain opinion that the work track will never end in all schools. As we speak, every every semester every year, the work track is gradually being phased out, and some and then many many more schools are converting to single track. Okay, but for the category A schools, the seventy or so category A schools that are high demand, I don't see the work track ending in percent. And that is a discussion we must have. Unless discussion. Then research is doing five thousand five hundred students now. That's about thousand eight hundred in ticket. It is doing so because of the work. If we should revert to research to single track next academic year, research could do about nine hundred. If you ask the ordinary person, including the parents who is another year, who wants their child to go to that year, if you ask them that do you prefer research to run a single track? So that you have a flexible calendar, you can plan your vacation, plan everything well. Teachers can have relaxed, you know, uh, schedule. They will say no. They prefer double time because their children have more likely, or they have a higher likelihood of getting admission to percent. The percent are between thousand eight hundred instead of nine hundred. So the reality is that the Ghanaian parent hmm, is not ready to um, accept that double time should end in some category in schools. So the discussion about double class ending always has a strong, you know, assumption when it comes to the category A schools where um, demand is very, very high. And that's a conversation that we must have. Because at the end of the day, those demanding double track are the parents. Those demanding double track are the parents. If we are able to distribute demand equitably amongst the over 1,000 senior high second class students, we have a discount. We won't need double track to run in the school. But the reality is that we, the parents, will not allow the workers to end in some of the key categories because of our insatiable, you know, um, taste for category A education in some of the schools. So that's the conversation wow. we have. So if the 
number of SHS eligible students were distributed across all available schools, we wouldn't have 1,800 intake for presec. It would probably be 900. Yes, we wouldn't need, yes, we would, yes, we wouldn't need that. And we have extra complaints, although it's, it's because many schools are, are free, but we have a full complement of teachers in such schools. The last year, academic year, you go to a school like Mauritius uh, Technical and some of them are operating at half capacity because of low demand. But the teachers there are totally um, of optimum capacity, and we are paying that. Okay, so we must divide the way to the demand. For now, we are running the free market, free market in a way because the applicant, the candidate, is the one who determines where they want to go. Once they meet the mark, they are going there. You know, mm. uh, I, I, I am one of those who believe that. And I told this in training that once we are going free since secondary education, that man is taking care of some significant aspects of the cost of secondary education. We can't do democracy here. You just can't leave the will um, of the of the candidate to determine the school they attend. And that we have, at a point you must do some concludes. If you want to get secondary education free, you should be ready to go to Maurice in the high technical school because it is half empty rather than you know, uh, determine the school you want to go. You know, mm. if we do not disrupt the market and we want to operate a free market, I'm sorry, we always have in Congress demand and supply. And then the tech or gas group, yes, yes, as motor, you know, the schools, even category B schools like Masai and Agri, they will never be able to go to the single gas because they are too much of demand for this school. So much that about five or six whole days their capacity. And it will be difficult for you to convert. It's impossible for you to convert without being um, dictatorial uh, and not overly democratic as we've been in the, our choice of in our, right. our in the principles guiding our, our selection of Thank you. Th- thank you, Kofi. I look forward to reading your reports on the 14th. Please send me a copy when it's out. Kofi Asari is the uh, Executive Director of African Education Watch, speaking to us on a number of things. I think he's put in perspective the matters very nicely. The fact that the reopening date for this, even though it's closer, the, the, the circumstances mean that parents are better prepared now than they were last year. And the other point is about the numbers in some of the big schools. If we were to distribute the students evenly, they would have less pressure. But because parents want to insist on going to some schools, it rather makes things worse. Let's hear this report that Fauzu Masaudu put together as he spoke to parents about their preparedness for today's reopening for phone ones. It's a few minutes past three on a Sunday and unlike a typical weekend, leading school items and stationery shop in Accra, Prospectus Ghana, is actively in business for obvious reasons. The reason we've opened today, Sunday, is that um, when we were closing yesterday from the shop, people called that they wanted to know whether we are opening today so that they can come. Usually what happens is that um, the day before they go to school, they still come and shop. You know, some Ghanaians, they like the last minute shopping, so they come and shop. So we decided that why don't we come and open so that they can also come and buy the things for the awards. Yeah. Okay. If you take the general list, you need to get a chop box for them. Yeah. Now these days they've specified plastic chop box and then also the trunk for safety keeping of their things. We are buying white shirts, khaki trousers, khaki knickers, slippers, even our traditional slippers, the Ima, mm. which has become part of the traditional dress, they need to buy undies for them and then also get some blankets and other uh, hygiene accessories. 
So like soap, uh, bleach, liquid soap, and then powdered soup as well. Like the minority in parliament, various stakeholders, especially parents, have backed calls for the Ghana Education Service to reconsider the reporting date for the fresh students. The timing is too short. And uh, looking at the end of month, you see, the challenge is not just even having the money. We've been here almost getting to about two hours. The selecting of the items itself is a whole work because you have to look at sizes. So the size of the shirt that your ward will wear, it varies. And the khaki trousers, everything is so bad. With prospectors, they have all the things. Even the timing to select is a challenge. And so we believe that if they are giving us a space, parents will be able to adjust their work schedule, do the selections, and then get the kids going. Got uh, bed sheets, um, khaki trousers, and then uh, white shirts. Okay. Um, aside these things, what and what are you supposed to get from? Yeah, the list is so long. A tall, <laughs> tall list that we, I think we have to just cover basically what is needed for now, so that maybe as the days go by, we can add the rest. But for now, I don't think we can buy all. Is he set for tomorrow? I can say no. We are not ready. Because um, yesterday we heard, we heard that there were no more going because <clears throat> they have to stand down. And uh, this afternoon we got another circular, um, something on social media that they are reporting tomorrow. So that's why we are here this evening. What is it that we want to achieve as a nation that if the students do not go to school on the 4th of December, we, we will lose? And what... What, what do we gain if they go to school on the 4th of December? I, I personally do not understand. And if we change the date from on the 4th of December and then extend it, let's say, a week or two, on November, um, first week in uh, sorry, January, or second week in January, what does Ghana lose? So um, it's a stakeholder something. The student that is going to school on the 4th, the teachers who are receiving the students, Parents who are also to buy the items and then give to the awards to go to school. And we in the business space, we all must be taken into account when we are taking a decision for the reopening date. But we just announced a date that students should go to school on the 4th. And the placement was announced just less than a week. So you ask yourself, how can people use that few days to organize things and give to their children to go to school? Traders here at the Central Business District tell us parents troop in their numbers to make purchases for the awards, but most of them were resource constraints, a justification for the extension of the reporting dates. I come no no I may ask you. Sunday, Sunday, education officer
So how's the business been? I mean, the the kids are going to school tomorrow. Are they buying? Oh, they are buying it. It's very good and nice. And we, we have also reduced the price so that they can buy it. It's very affordable. Yeah, everything is okay here. Everything is okay. So what's the least price here? Oh, we have white canvas like this, which is 30 CDs. We have sanders 70, 80, 100. That's the prices. A reconsideration of the reporting date for fresh senior high school students, from all intent and purpose, will be music to the ears of a lot of parents. But until that happens, they would have to keep buckling up to meet the 4th December directive. For City News, Fauzu Masaudu, Okanshi, Accra. Parents, teachers, students, talk to us. Tell us your own readiness for school this academic year. They say it's the pressure you're putting on the category A schools that's causing the overcrowding. That if you go to other schools, there will be enough space for everybody. So the 5,400 we are dealing with is because instead of 900, we are taking 1,800. So, Sky, what do you think? It says, like, we, the, the parents who are trying to secure the schools of our choice, I went to Prezek, my son must go there. There are too many of us, and there isn't enough space for our kids. That's what is destroying the category A schools with the numbers. Yeah, I think that presents a problem. Mm. Uh, but at some point, too, we should realize that it's not so much a question of the school that a child goes to. Mm -hmm. It's also a question of what you yourself do with the child at home. Mm -hmm. And then also the kind of investments that go into ensuring that they don't have too much idle hands. Mm -hmm. uh, with your, uh, you know, they, they are not idling. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we, we realize the difficulties we face as a country and collectively work towards resolving it. Because mm -hmm. the Presec or the three town that I attended mm -hmm. years ago mm -hmm. is not necessarily the same three town At because all. the conditions have changed. Mm -hmm. Um, the numbers are huge. The facilities have not expanded to meet the demands and the pressures on, 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 on the school. Mm. So while it is the case that the school may have a name, a reputation, mm. perhaps if you consider a community college or school that is not as big in name, mm -hmm. but still have teachers that are so intimate in terms of the time that they have for the kids, mm -hmm. you'll get better results. Mm. You see that happen in the universities, you see that happens in in, in other schools. Yeah. And when you consider it from that viewpoint, I think that you make a better a better choice for your child. So mm. let's help. Let's ease the pressure on, on the schools. And, and also the government has to listen. Mm. Mm. You know, for some reason, they have become very entrenched on their position. They don't mm. want to review the policy. Mm. And, and, and it's unfortunate. We are destroying the educational system of our kids, and it's not helpful. Here are some comments from parents <coughs> and listeners. All right, this one says, uh, this is Atu, please also touch on the protocol placements in our senior high schools. Mm. A friend's daughter got seven ones, and even the third choice is difficult to get in. Uh, what is going on seven in the country? Yeah, that's what this person is saying. Mm. Um, why can't parents come together and take on the GES? Maybe in court, because what's happening is a violation of hmm. human rights of the children. Mm. This one says, SHS placement came on Tuesday and school resumes on December 4, which is today. They'll go on vacation on the 16th of December. So what's the sense in it? Is that it's, a timetable? Yeah, it's, I think either 16th or 20th, but it's still of which, uh, December. 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 So they'll, sp they'll spend two weeks in school. Well, what's, what's the sense in that? For orientation and for... for 
their orientation and anyway maybe they will give them a course outline to go and learn at home <laughs> so you transport your child to school from here to Taktorade from yeah. here to Tamale from yeah. here to Komasi mm-hmm. from, here from to those Adachi, places to Accra from those and then two weeks later they are back at home two and a half they will come home and do anyway, classes. Yeah. Nene Ayiku says there's a school in Accra where students study in the dining hall. Mm. When it's time for dining, the class will have to uh, evacuate and mm. come back. Yeah. After dining. He says this is a school in Accra, not a village. Yeah. Nana Afari from Agunan Saban says the whole free SHS free system is over politicized. Mm. We are pretending to be educating our children. Mm-hmm. The quality keeps going down. Mm. Look, the form ones who just vacated. Will come back on the 8th of March 2024 mm-hmm. uh, to 9th May 2024. That's only two months after being at home for three months, mm. one a week. Mm. Then they'll come for the second semester of four months, making a total of only six months in Form 2, mm-hmm. and then they go to Form 3. This is so bad. When did the semester become three months? And I'll tell you something. I know some teachers who haven't had a break in five years. Because in the double track, if you are a teacher who teaches a subject that you teach both tracks. So they are track teachers. Some teachers teach go such as green. But in some schools, the very good teachers teach on both tracks. It means that they've not had a vacation. Because every vacation has another group coming. So they've taught for like five years without vacation. That's 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 not human. That's not and, and that's unlawful yeah. too. Well uh, this th- one it's it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. Charlie, it's anyway, let's hear more. All right, Eugene from Ho says, all this is because we take things for granted in this country. In a mm. serious country, the government will be sued for starving school children. Hmm. This one says, what happens to students in free SHS who fill their promotion exam? Are they promoted with the horrible results or repeated to better their results before promotion? Mm. The Kufa Makra is asking. This one says, what Africa Education Watch is saying cannot hold water. Mm-hmm. It is true, GES released the timetable about a month ago. But when did the harmonized prospectus come out? Hmm. In fact, when the placement came out and we went to the school last week, a different prospectus was given. Hmm. How can I get these items and send her to school today? Hmm. It's not every parent who can go to the market and buy all the things at once. GES should give us some more time. Bright hmm. from Accra. Hmm. Um, this one says, last year the reopening was originally February 20, but it was extended so February 27. So yeah, that was he disagrees one week with, with Kofi Asari on that one. But let me let me read a comment that um, I received. This one says, another problem that has come uh, from this is the pressure on public basic prep schools, especially at Form 3 level. Mm-hmm. A lot of private school parents now move their soon-to-be candidates' mm-hmm. wards to public schools to sit the exam mm-hmm. due to a perception that the placement favors public schools. Mm-hmm. The public schools now have massive class sizes too. Mm-hmm. Says I was at Kanishi 1 and 2 Charlie? and the JHS 3 class were having extra classes. Says Charlie was crazy. With a teacher who are taking off his shirt and was teaching in the singlet due to heat. Are you serious? boy shirt. Bernard, we are really, really, really we're in trouble. Yeah. You look, mean that he was feeling hot? Not, look, think about the cement thing he was saying. Thirty teachers. I mean, imagine for over thousand three thousand five hundred borders in Zimbabwe with thirty teachers see, on campus, the rest are day and, students. And, we, and we, the politics part of it is that because the government wants to write its own story, yeah, it will pass a lot of these. Yeah, stories. they said they are, they said the the the, the, the PSHS graduates are doing well. 
They are blown. Meanwhile, you we see, always say we this. They are covered with blown in the, in the, the By that time, they won't need the legs. They are gone. So it's your problem, not his own. <laughs> <laughs> it's a serious situation. It's very serious. We'll take a break. Send us more comments. 054-998-6996. The festive season is here. And Go TV comes bearing great gifts. With the very best content selected for you, family time will be much more enjoyment. Football lovers, get Go TV Super Plus and enjoy all the Premier League games as well as Serie A and La Liga. If you're on the gossip and drama kind, get ready for a feast of local drama on Aquaba Magic with shows like Nanakoto, Kasanuya Moore, by Plan, and so much more. For quality and Zimmer this festive season, make Go TV your only choice because we've got your back. Dial staff. 759 has to reconnect today and be part of the enjoyment. The Mitsubishi L200 Super Bundle Deal. This is the best real value for money deal you would ever get on a Mitsubishi L200 Sportero. Your preferred robust performing award-winning pickup is here. From now to 31st December, when you buy a Mitsubishi L200 Sportero from CFAO Ghana, you don't only save a whopping 35,000 cities, you get three years free maintenance valid for 20k kilometers and a free bucket liner. We also have financing options for five years, vehicle trading in offers for brand new pickups and long-term rental for fleet up to five years. Call 030-274-2100 or 020-221-409 to book now. We'll take a breather. When we come back, we'll be talking about the Telecoms Infrastructure Stakeholder Forum happening tomorrow. And then later on, Solidaridad. Uh, moving us from backyard to fork, a home garden initiative. All of that and more when we come back. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Eighteen minutes past eight. City breakfast show. We're talking about telecom industry in the next few seconds. A huge sector driving data transformation. About seventy percent of the Africa region's population in 2022 were not connected. That means there's a need for continued efforts to address the persisting barriers that impact mobile connectivity. The infrastructure is part of the the narrative. Last week we've been talking about costs for uh, the various data packages by the leading telco industry uh, company in the country but there's a forum this week to discuss uh, Ghana's telecommunication infrastructure setup and its state of play what needs to be done for better coordination what needs to be done for better investment what needs to be done for better connectivity a lot of times when you complain about your mobile telephony company what you forget is that the network that this company writes on is set up by another organization that manages the infrastructure. So it looks like the Ghana Telecommunications Chamber wants us to look at the backbone, not just the front end of the of the sector, but the back end. They don't talk much. Some of these companies don't talk that much, but luckily one of them has joined the CEO of the Chamber of Telecos in studio to talk about this event that's happening tomorrow. So I have engineer Ken Ashikbe, who is the CEO of the Chamber of Telecommunications. Good morning, Ken. Thank you very much, Bernard. How are you doing? Ah, good day with day. I like that. That's good. <laughs> Enid Kano is the head of legal and regulation at ATC, one of the leading telco infrastructure companies in the country. That's right. Uh, there's also Helios, but they are not here. There's also a few others who are outside. 
in it. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you so much. I see. I haven't heard this name. It's a very uncommon name, Enid Blyton. <laughs> when I was young, I used to read books written by Enid Blyton, but it's not a very common name <laughs> in Ghana. Indeed, it's yeah. Welsh English sort of. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but you're not Welsh, you're Ghanaian. <laughs> Very much so. So, Ken, welcome. How are you? What have you been up to at the, at the, at the chamber? Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, well, we're just, we're just returning from the World, of, uh, World Radio Congress in uh, Dubai. It's still going on. Uh, so we're trying to, as, uh, as the world, we're looking at uh, the use of spectrum and all of that. But mm. at the chamber, well, we're, we keep on pushing to try and make sure that uh, as a country, in as much as we seem to be bridging mm. the coverage gap, mm -hmm. we have a massive uh, usage gap also, about 70% usage gap. Mm -hmm. And um, the challenges around that is what we want to look at. And so for the forum tomorrow, mm -hmm. we're looking at the infrastructure that really connects mm -hmm. to make these things happen. So the tower companies, uh, they provide the infrastructure on which uh, yeah. the operators work. And mm -hmm. then they also have even radio stations, for example, you mm -hmm. know, you go into particular places, yeah. your antennas, you yeah. know, are on these towers, you... Uh, you have your transmitters uh, at their sites and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the front people, the MNOs, uh, the radios are their customers. But then you also have other players that we work with uh, that regulate that uh, issue permit. So uh, the NCA is one of them. You have the EPA and then you have all the assemblies. So the 265 assemblies have roles to play. Then you have the Radiation Protection Authority that ensures that the radiation levels are at the optimum level. Then you have uh, GCA, Civil Aviation Authority, that would have to ensure the height at which these towers are mm -hmm. and make sure that flight parts are safe. Mm -hmm. Then you have the fire, uh, Ghana Fire Service, that also provide that has to issue fire permits. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, have wow. I left anyone out? I think, so generally... There's a lot of things happening exactly, at the same time. All of, all of these people working and so how do we ensure mm. that for example when you are making a call and you know you're experiencing call drops mm -hmm. the challenge sometimes is the fact that though you because of the limitations of spectrum the availability of spectrum the mnos have to reuse their spectrum and so mm -hmm. because they have to reuse their spectrum mm -hmm. you would need a lot more of these towers placed in various places but if you don't coordinate well, mm -hmm. then the speed at which this would happen gets to be impacted. In mm -hmm. the past, fortunately, mm -hmm. just recently, mm -hmm. uh, the minister, the Ministry of Communication and Digitalization, have passed the review, the revision of the tower guidelines. All right. In the past, one of the challenges you had was the setback rules. Mm -hmm. Now that have been resolved. But how do we make sure that? All of these players with the towers in the middle, the MNOs asking for towers at particular places, mm -hmm. with these regulatory authorities, how do we work seamlessly mm -hmm. such that when a tower company, there's a need for them to place a tower so that we, the customers, get good coverage. It is done seamlessly. It's done according to regulation. It's done with all the safety all right. uh, you know, in mind. Right. It's the reason why we're gathering tomorrow to mm. look at all the work that we've been doing to make sure that we mm. come out next year. Yeah. Uh, with a system that really works seamlessly. And tell me about the role of the infrastructure companies in the telco sector. Because a lot of times when we think about the chamber, 
We think about MTM, Vodafone, Airtel, Tigo, and we didn't really know that there was even infrastructure companies in the timber <laughs> at all. So it'll be surprising to me. Uh, has it always been the case, or did the telcos at some point decide that look, we are going to face more customers. We don't have time and energy to manage this network, the infrastructure. Therefore, companies like yours were formed. Uh, yes, you are correct. Uh, the telco sector in Ghana, because it started elsewhere, right? Yeah. We, we followed the trend. Mm. Really started around 2010, 2011, when uh, ATC came into Ghana, for instance, and bought uh, MTS Towers. Helios came in in the same year and bought Tigo's Towers. So we came in around that time. And indeed, yes, it, to your point, right? The MNOs need to invest in their core network yeah. everybody has expertise in something mm -hmm. their expertise is in rolling out active networks mm -hmm. not in managing the base infrastructure in addition at that time if you would recall in 2010 thereabouts there were issues about proliferation mm -hmm. of towers because mm -hmm. when i own it i don't want to share it i want the monopoly then and they were encouraged to start sharing mm -hmm. and managing that was difficult so that's when we are purely tower companies infrastructure so we come in, we manage the day-to-day -to, -day to ensure that um, yeah. the MNOs can focus on this and we focus on our expertise, which is managing it and ensuring... How complicated is setting up and managing a tower? It seems pretty easy, like just put a tower, <laughs> go to Afram Plains, put a tower there, and then we will have uh, all the networks connecting on and I, having... I wish that's that the case. I wish that were the case. If it, look, taking aside supply chain, getting... Because most... Uh, if uh, uh, the local inputs into building a tower really like cement and the labor everything else is important so if the china of the tower. is uh, for instance there are delays then we don't get it on time so mm. i'm saying taking aside those supply chain inputs right mm -hmm. even locally we take approximately six plus months to get all the permits before we can build a single site and wow yes that's why six we hope months. the new from guidance. permitting process to yes. No, just the permits. Just six months for permits? Yes. Before, before now, we, you we dig the ground and we start, which will wow. take six weeks. Mm. So seven and a half months to build one tower. That takes a lot of logistics and Cost. moving things around. Wow. And uh, very expensive. And when you look at the, the sector, uh, what percentage of the country do you say is covered? And what what what, what uh, how much more do we need to do for the country to have a stable proper base infrastructure so you see when you talk about coverage uh, mm -hmm. if you take you know because we have run various uh technologies mm -hmm. if you take 2g almost about 99 percent mm -hmm. is covered if you take 3g almost also in the region of the 90s 4g every district capital is covered okay. but the challenge is that even within that coverage mm -hmm. you have challenges because of uh, so you might you come into Accra, for example ordinarily Accra should be fully covered. Mm. But there are places in Accra mm. that are not because of the fact that we don't have a lot of spectrum that has been made available and you have to reuse. And so you are in particular places where the numbers that are there mm -hmm. uh, would require another tower to be put in place. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, the guidelines that we had in the past made it almost impossible for mm. Accra for you to be able to set up a tower. You know, And so you have those challenges that you have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And that contributes to that 70% usage gap so there are some people who 
are within the coverage of the network. But because of the quality of the network, which has been constrained by the fact that you're not able to put towers there to be able to reuse your spectrum, or you don't have enough spectrum to be able to use, you still have these there. And the interesting thing is that with a new technology like 5G that is going to come, you are going to have what we call densification. You need you need a lot more towers because the power you're going to be radiating will not be as much as you used to do with the 4G and all of that. So you would need to bring, you know, the active uh, elements closer to people. So yeah. you would need a lot more towers in, uh, in, in, in the vicinity. And so that's why we're grateful that the minister has finally uh, ratified that guideline. But the challenges are the bottlenecks mm. that you have within the system. How do you, for example, ensure that the six weeks mm -hmm. that we are talking about, you are able to, uh, you know, crash it and make it shorter? And uh, the various uh, permitting agents, and one of them we also have not added, a new one that this guideline has brought is GIFEC, you know, for mm -hmm. example. And we would really would want to know what are, what are the expectations of GIFEC? What mm -hmm. is it that they would want uh, the tire companies to do to be able to make sure that they don't become a bottleneck, but they speed it up? EPA, for example, what are their expectations? What, how, do we, how do they work together with the rest of them? The MNOs are also sitting there. We need mm. to also bring them also onto the table so that they make the other partners know that when we say we require a tower at this particular time, or if the NTA says, ah, your, ne your network here is not good, so it means that you need to improve it. They then would also look at it, do the engineering and say, oh, then we need a tower. Then they will come to Helios Towers, they will come to ATC uh, and the other tower companies and say, give us a tower at this particular point. But how does EPA, for example, see that uh, axe and make sure that they all can work in tandem so that you, Bernard, myself, who need the service, they are able to work together to make that happen. Mm -hmm. It is the reason why the issue of collaboration and coordination mm -hmm. and knowing what the needs of everybody is, is critical mm -hmm. uh, to make sure that this yeah. happens. That's why tomorrow we would be having these two panels. The first panel looking at the high level in terms of how we all work within the, the ecosystem to ensure that we are delivering government's digital agenda. And then the second will then be getting all the players together to come and sit down, raise what their requirements are, raise what their challenges are. And then everybody sitting together, we can leave that place and say, this is the way we want to work. For me, one of the things I would want us to leave is to be able to come up with a digital platform, mm -hmm. a one-stop shop, Mm -hmm. That when Helios Towers, when ATC, mm -hmm. uh, when African Towers, for example, mm -hmm. put their permit in, mm -hmm. all the permitting agencies can see it and start working together in tandem. Mm -hmm. So that if one of them has to wait for the other one, by the time this one is done, mm -hmm. they also have gotten it. And then it would shorten the process. And then it would also help us reduce the cost. Mm. One of the major elements in this is mm -hmm. also the cost of doing it. And comparably, uh, Ghana is, you know, we are, we are priced way above where our other competitor, uh, you know, countries. So when we talk about the cost of data, for example, all of these are the things that, wow. uh, you know, uh, fit into it. So, so in it, who are some of the people who will be speaking in terms of organizations represented in these conversations for the industry? I know that Chamber is convening this, but who else who, or what agencies will be there and what emphasis will be given to the topic based on what he said? Um, 
the key regulators who so start off with like the Ministry of Communications, they, okay. they have been invited. Mm. The NCA, which is our core regulator, is mm. also part of the session. Yeah. GIFEC, uh, Ken mentioned, mm. uh, is also part of the session. And all the permitting agencies, so mm. Environmental Protection Agency, Ghana Civil Aviation Authority, mm. Radiation Protection Agency, mm-hmm. The assembly, so it's the Ministry of Local Government representative on behalf of all the assemblies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghana Fire Permits, Ghana Fire Service, who mm-hmm. issue us with fire permits. So all these key stakeholders have been uh, invited. invited. What about the the companies that the operators, <laughs> they are the beneficiaries <laughs> of your work? I, I don't know. Are they are absolutely. they are they going to be there? Absolutely, they are core. Like we are all part, we are all interested. Because so, obviously, whatever delays or challenges happen on your end at the back end affects them on the front end. Absolutely. As, as well. Absolutely. Ken, so is this open to the public? Will this stream onli- on web, on online or something? So basically, it's uh, an invitation only right. session because you would want to make sure that all the relevant people are there to be able to have the conversation. Uh, but if there's anybody who's interested, you know, he, they can reach out uh, to the chamber if they go onto the chamber's website or to any of our social media uh, platforms. Uh, the opening ceremony would be uh, the keynote address will be delivered by the chairperson of the NCA. Uh, that you know would have the media around for that to happen. And then when we get into the, ses- the second session, it would basically uh, be the relevant stakeholders. So if there's any stakeholder who's interested in this engagement, for example, they can reach out to us on zero three zero two. Seven hundred seven three zero five hundred, and we would be able to get them to come tomorrow at uh, uh, tomorrow's event okay. that is happening uh, at the Marriott Hotel, Hotel. What Hotel time is this? at nine a.m. So we're starting wow. exactly at nine a.m. tomorrow, uh, and uh, so it's a half day event. It's a half day event. Yes, I see. And uh, the the event is under the auspices of the. National uh, Chamber of Telecommunications. Yes. I see. We've been looking for you to talk about other issues, but you've not been available. Uh, well, I have been I've I've been on a national assignment as I said to you, and you know, I'm pretty sure... Aren't, aren't you concerned about the challenges in the sector as far as the operators are concerned, the price increase of the lead competitor, and all the brouhaha around the uh, significant market player. It was a big discussion last week. We didn't hear the chamber say anything about it. Well, you see, the, the, the interesting thing, uh, and one of the principles of the chamber is that we don't discuss any commercial thing, so anything to do with pricing yeah. of our members. And the reason is to protect you, the, the customer. Really? Immediately we start. Yeah. You know, there's the tendency for cartelling to happen. So it's a cardinal sin. No, no, we are not saying you know, so, who's, who's price so, who's price lower. We are saying there's an industry conversation about the competitiveness of the sector investment into the sector and the quality of service that people are getting that's not to invite oligopoly we are saying are we benefiting from the significant market player policy? So I That's think, something you should be able to talk no, about. No, definitely. Definitely. In terms of the whole issue of the policy dynamics yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in the industry, it's one of the things that uh, we hope that we would be able to improve. Mm-hmm. The thing about the sector itself is that uh, there's a lot of investment that is required. And so for me, uh, any policy initiative that would come in would have to be a policy initiative that enables mm. uh you know the other players you know to get a lot more investment mm. into mm. into the sector mm. and then we need to look at the issues of the cost of generally uh, ri- um, running you know the the sector mm. um so i think a week before we had launched the 
uh, the total tax and other payments report. And if you take the sector, for every one CD that comes into the sector, about 46.8 pesos mm. goes back to the government at stack. Those are other conversations that we need to have. What are the other things that we can also do mm. to make sure that a lot more investment would flow in mm. to the, the other players? Mm -hmm. The question to ask is that, based, bear in mind, it's not only the MNOs that ask are uh, operators that are licensed within the sector. Mm. What has happened to the BWAs? You know, for example, what is, what are the policy and the regulatory what, frameworks what that have made... So these are like, so your self-lines, uh, your, okay. your um, uh, busy... ISPs? You know, so they, they were... Uh, uh, where am I forgetting? I don't know, internet service providers. So they, they, they are also... But they were given the 4G licenses okay. to operate only data service. So there's yes. ISPs as well that have had their challenges too as well. Mm -hmm. So we okay. need to really, as a, as, as a, a sector, mm. look again into mm -hmm. our regulatory frameworks to yeah. make sure that it helps. The structure of the, the, the industry is some, it's a conversation that we really, really need to have. Mm. And it started all from the time when we uh, auctioned the 4G. Mm. You know, uh, um, the 2 by 10 that we sold at $67 million, uh, for example. That started the challenge. And so what we need to do is to find ways in mm. which we would be better we're better able to manage uh, you know the structure of the economy mm. get a lot more investment into the sector yeah. so that you know the 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 playing field would a bit be a bit more leveled it's, it's it's a very interesting conversation that really needs yeah. to be had well wonderful so uh, i don't know tomorrow is not the day for that discussion but one thing that has come up finally is that the charges for the co-location are very expensive and that ISPs are not able to afford it. I don't know whether you are going to discuss that because if you want to expand the quality of service with, with infrastructure, you don't want only the big telcos to be customers. You want ISPs to also have access to these towers so that they can provide better internet service. I don't know, maybe it will come up tomorrow? Yeah, well, could you know, because uh, definitely when you get the operators in there yeah. and we're discussing the challenges and all mm. of that, you know, that's the interesting hat I wear, you know, mm. so I sit in one place mm. and then I have the tower companies tell me about the fact that, you know, there are a lot of debt, you know, that is sitting on their books, you know, some of these ISPs that you're talking about that have folded off and gone, they've left their debt, nobody's left unpaid. Then you have my members who are the MNOs who also tell you, ah, but the price is high, the cost of, you know, mm. so if it's not only the ISPs are complaining. The, everybody else is complaining. Mm. But the thing is, what? so that for me is the beauty of this conversation. Mm. And because the MNOs are also going to be there, the tower companies are also mm. going to be there, and then the other people that make the thing expensive are also going to be there as well, it would give us an opportunity and a forum to be able to actually discuss this mm. and then make sure we put the customer, because you see, at the end of the day, it should be the customer at the center of this. Mm. We, I, For me, I need to give credit to people like the EPA. We got an example where the EPA had Parliament pass a 500 over 500 percent increment, mm. but through engagement with mm. them and mm. with the Director General considering the fact that the customer should be at the middle, we had some concessions. Mm -hmm. But that is the challenge that we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. the, the 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 interesting interplay mm. of the issue of cost, the MNOs complaining, the ISPs might be complaining, the BWS complaining, the tire companies are also complaining of the cost. You know. Mm -hmm. Bear in mind, electricity prices uh, in this year has been increased how many times? And the tire companies, they bear the, the brunt of that cost the, when the issue of fuel is going up. Because, okay. you see, that also happens. So we need to have 
And so once we have all the players mm. in the ecosystem around the table, we'll, hopefully we'll be able to come to a particular point where mm. the pricing will be good enough for everybody. Mm. And then, you know, we'll get a lot more investment also coming in. Thank you very much, Kenneth Asigbe, engineer. He is the chief executive of the Chamber of Telecommunications and they're organizing a telco infrastructure stakeholder forum tomorrow at Marriott Hotel. It's a morning event. It's invitation only to bring stakeholders together to look at the issues affecting the rollout of telco infrastructure. This is base infrastructure. She, he was here with uh, Inid Kano, who's the head of legal and regulation at ATC, who are one of the leading um, tower companies in the country. Thank you for being on the program. We'll see you tomorrow. Time check in the studio, 9.41. A couple of quick announcements, then we jump into our next conversation. Alright, so uh, what do you have for us, Nathan? Well, UNISA invites all prospective masters and doctoral students and currently registered students to an information session on Friday, December 8th and Saturday, December 9, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Africa Regent Hotel close to the Villaggio and UNISA Open Days aim to power both current and prospective students to make informed decisions about pursuing their studies at UNISA, UNISA. Together, let's celebrate UNISA's illustrious history, 150 years of shaping futures in the service of humanity. Visit www.unisa.ac.za for more info. UNISA defined tomorrow. Mm. Now, take advantage of the Christmas KMLE promo at the Royal Century Hotel from now to December 21. At only 1,500 cities, you can get a room on bed only based at the plush Royal Century Hotel and Resort for two. Call 244 or 0303409180. Or you can send an email for reservations at theroyalcentury.com. Terms and conditions apply. The Royal St. G, your luxury riverside escape. All right. Now, talking about water, riverside, and all of that, Standard Water has about 25 years of experience. They have been providing quality water for all of us to enjoy. And so, if you want sachet water, bottled water, water for your dispenser, or customized water for that special occasion, get in touch with Standard Water on 0202 055703 or 0547334385. And this ad is FDA approved the public workers union of tuc is holding its 11th quadrennial delegates congress uh, conference sorry from 4th to 8th december at the public services union center in kumasi the theme strengthening public sector institutions a catalyst for economic development the role of the union now there will be the third quadrennial youth conference and eighth quadrennial women conference happening from monday 4th to the 6th of december which is wednesday the main conference will be happening from uh, december 68 and the official opening will be done by the honorable minister for employment and labor relations honorable ignatius bafuewa now the public services workers union unionizes workers across 65 public sector organizations and has a membership of over 26,000. and since 1959 the pswu has existed to organize promote and protect the economic and social interests of its members PSWU joy in serving the people
Well, the Association of Ghana Industries, in collaboration with the Ministry of Trade and Industry and the Ghana Standards Authority, present the 12th AGI Ghana Industry and Quality Awards, the theme promoting local production in an ever-changing business climate. It's happening on Tuesday, December 12th at 6.30 p.m. at the Grand Arena, Accra International Conference Center. We've got major sponsors, Gold. Uh, Runner Motors, Olam Agri, GCB Bank, B5 Plus, Nexus, Promacidor, GB Foods, Ghana Gas, Precious Minerals Marketing Company, Latex from Ghana, Latex from Ghana, Activa International Insurance, Silver Star Auto, Unilever, and Gasm. For tickets, call 054-747-4871. Be part of this exciting event. Manifest is doing it at Manifestivities. <laughs> December 17th, it's going to be big. For just 150 CDs, go to manifestivities.art or use the short code star 365 star 88 star 32 hash for a limited one time only. Ghanaian artist manifest together with international performers. Yeah, we have talented young rappers, dancers, DJs on the Gen Next stage. There's an art exhibition, there's a lot of food and drinks. Manifestivities 2023 will be an unforgettable experience. Mm -hmm. Don't miss out on this unforgettable night happening live and direct December 17 happening at the Untamed Empire. And the message is simple. Make we link up. If it's so. so. (laughs) This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. It's 10 minutes to 10. City Breakfast Show. Solidaridad is organizing a two-day event to highlight the, vel- the the virtues and the values of backyard gardening. Or it's called home gardening. It's called a home gardening initiative to uh, solve Ghana's urban food insecurity challenge. They wish to provide urban homes with the knowledge and resources to grow their own food to enhance food security. And it's on the theme from backyard to fork. So Larry's home gardening initiative. Indeed, they have a two-day event to boost this in studio i have uh, fata mahama who's a communications manager for solidaridad he's here with dr frank kwekuche aka who's a crop scientist from the university of cape coast and the founder of home gardening ghana gentlemen welcome to the show thank you great thank you bernard uh, uh let me start with fata i thought you guys were dealing with cocoa and things i didn't even know you were into home gardening what is your connection with this matter uh, thank you, Bernard, and um, yeah. good morning to your listeners. Yeah. So, f- Solidaridad is, uh, apart from being in cocoa and oil mm-hmm. palm, we're also into food systems. All right. And uh, this Home Garden Initiative is our response to um, the rising in food security, mm-hmm. uh, the rising food insecurity in the country, uh-huh. uh, as well as concerns on nutrition when it comes to urban homes. Mm. Um, just recently, uh, there was a, comp- a, a survey by the Comprehensive Food security and vulnerability analysis Mm -hmm. um, that indicated that about 12% of Ghana's population Mm -hmm. uh, was food insecure. Uh, It had a further breakdown which indicated that most of these, um, uh, the bulk of this was situated in urban households. Mm -hmm. And um, if you look at the numbers, that gives you about 3.6 million Ghanaians being food insecure. 3.6 million Ghanaians. Ghanaians, Yes, being food insecure. That's crazy. So um, what we want to do at Solidaridad is support um, urban homes Mm -hmm. to grow their own food and take control of their consumption. Amazing. Um, We believe that when they are given the right skills and the right know-how, 
um, they can boost their consumption needs and beyond that resolve all the issues about food insecurity. Mm, interesting. Doc, talk to me about the current overview of home gardening and how popular it is among Ghanaian households. Yeah, good morning, Bernard, and then uh, good morning to your listeners. Uh, there's a growing concern. Mm. Now, you look at the, the situation that we have, there's an increasing population in the urban centers, mm -hmm. and then a lot of people are now conscious mm -hmm. uh, about their health. I think there have been a lot of uh, reports, research has even proven that the, the use of unsafe water mm -hmm. uh, uh, for vegetable production is mm. on the increase. And then also, uh, people using uh, pesticides that, that are not uh, recommended for use. And so a lot of people want to find a better option. Mm -hmm. And then when you look at at first, there used to be a lot of farmlands even around Accra. Mm -hmm. When you are walking towards the oh, Spinters yeah. Road, oh, yeah. that place used to be yeah. a farmland. So uh, the, the, the supply of vegetables from even within the, the city mm -hmm. was even enough. Mm -hmm. But now you look at all these places have been used for uh, estates. Mm. And so that land that used to be used for vegetable production is no longer there. Mm. So uh, the, 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 the demand is high, mm -hmm. and then we are not getting the vegetable. Now, again, the another challenge that we have is mm -hmm. that the crops or the food that used to come from these rural communities because mm -hmm. of the, the galamse menace and all these things, the food is not coming as it used to. Hmm. And so a lot of people, and then again, look at the polluted water that yeah, farmers use yeah, for the irrigation. Yeah. People are seeing it and then they, they realize that no, mm. the best or the safest food is the one that I, 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 I grew. Mm. And you look at, uh, we have a, a Facebook page, mm. Home Gardening Ghana. Uh, and since the COVID-19, now you look at the increasing number. So it tells you that... A lot of people are into it now. Now, and because of the pandemic. What also. are the key barriers or challenges that people in Ghana face when it comes to participating in home gardening? What has to do with technical know-how? They don't know how to do it. Yes. A lot okay. of people want to grow, mm -hmm. but the question is, how do I do it? All right. And people also think that you need so much money or mm -hmm. you need a lot of space before you can grow. Mm. And uh, it is not so, but these are some of the things. And you see, there's one other thing that I need to draw attention to. Mm -hmm. has to do with the Local Government Act, mm -hmm. 1993, mm -hmm. Act 462, that uh, prevent people from establishing a, a garden in an urban or a, a settlement of more than 5,000 people without permission. Oh, okay. And so those who know about that are not willing mm. to, to, to start a garden. But... These the technical know are being challenged, and people also think the cost is also so bad. So these are some of the things. So what will the event do to solve this problem? Because I know there's a two-day home gardening initiative on Friday the eighth, and then Saturday the ninth. How will the event and this focus address the challenge you've just spoken about? Yes. Now the the event, the whole idea is to get a lot of people into urban garden because growing mm -hmm. your own food is the safest way to improve mm -hmm. food security. Mm -hmm. And so the technical know-how, this event is to give people training. All right. 
free training mm -hmm. and then also link them to some of these uh, service providers like mm -hmm. because others are also thinking now where do i get seeds mm -hmm. how do i get if i want to do uh, use containers how mm -hmm. do i get the containers and so or how do i get the tools mm -hmm. so solidarity is working to bring all these service providers mm -hmm. and then also give free training on the various aspects of urban farming if you want to grow if you want to go into mushroom production there's going to be a training poultry production there will be training and crop production all the videos mm. and the techniques in gardening will be provided free of charge mm -hmm. just to encourage and then again uh you may not also come there empty or go empty-handed you may also get something seeds to go and start right. and the whole idea is also to be able to monitor and then make sure that you can mm. establish your garden and yeah. get the support Fata, is this also like an exhibition kind of thing or it's more training when you come to the southern if alarm park yeah. will there be successful home gardeners exhibiting their produce well certainly bernard but before i get to that i just want to add to what dr Aka said um, mm. one other important component of this for solidarity is uh, on secularity mm -hmm. um we we understand that in ghana we produce over fourteen thousand tons of waste each mm. day and uh, these end up in land 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 fields mm -hmm. uh -huh. but um, when it comes to this home garden initiative we mm -hmm. are going to train uh, people on how to transform what would ordinarily be waste product mm -hmm. into planting materials mm -hmm. so for instance you mentioned that um, you have a dispenser bottle earlier on yeah that you're able to transfer uh, to we'll put black soil in it exactly yeah. into, plant uh, into stuff planting material so yeah these are some of the things that are important to us and these are some of the skills that mm. anybody who comes to the exhibition or the fair would mm. be able to learn. Um, I also need to state that this um, initiative is being implemented under our Acting Now program, which is funded with support from the government of Netherlands. Mm. So is it open to the public? Can I just walk in? What about registration? If I, like, how does it work? Yeah, so it's, it's open to the public. Um, once you get to the venue, which is the Ifwa Sutherland Children's Park mm -hmm. on the 9th, on the 8th and 9th mm -hmm. of um, December, you can just walk in. There'll be registration points where you can put in your details. Okay. And you can sign up for any of the exciting um, What classes. about to be an exhibitor or to come and display? Oh, that's already done. No, okay, that's so that, that's also ongoing, okay. and uh, we've put out our details on our social media handle. I'll mm -hmm. drop my number here, mm. so that anybody who wants to come and exhibit or um, I mean participate can also reach out to me, and then mm. we'll, we'll, we'll get. We well, understand the Home Gardening Ghana has an online community of over two hundred and something thousand members. Yeah, two hundred eighty-four thousand. Seriously? Yes. And they are all into home gardening. Majority are into home gardening here in this members, country. Yes. Even members from uh, within Greater Accra are more than 85,000. Wow. And m with members from more than 100 different countries. What are they growing in their homes? Growing all kinds of crops. D did you know that you could e uh, even grow grapes in Ghana? Strawberry. Hey. Yes, I grow grapes and hey. strawberries. Hey. And a lot of... In, in your house? In my house. So oh. basically, people are growing <laughs> what they consume. I see. And then others for also experimental, but a lot of people are growing what they, they, they wow. consume. It would yeah. be nice to see what you guys have. So, so Dairad is bringing all these stakeholders together with partnership with Government of Netherlands, uh, some company called Holland Green Tech. Yes. So and then Basel Green Foods. Yes. So if you permit me, I would, I would like to acknowledge our mm -hmm. our collaborators. Mm -hmm. So we are on uh, this. This this is being implemented with uh, Holland Green Tech. Mm -hmm. uh, there is Basel Green Foods. Mm -hmm. um, we are also 
working with Agriterra, mm -hmm. East West Seeds, mm -hmm. um, Yara Glover, mm -hmm. and the Chamber of Agribusiness Ghana. Wonderful. So these are some of the people who are supporting the program. Fatah Muhammad is a communications uh, manager for Solidaridad Ghana. Dr. Frank Kwekucheaka is a crop scientist at UCC and the founder of Home Gardening Ghana. It's 8th and 9th, so it's Friday and Saturday at the Fasaland Children's Park. It's the whole day. Come in, grab something to buy, again, learn some new lessons, and let's grow brofunkatie, or let's grow uh, guava, or whatever. Uh, my favorite is saw sop. Aluguntugui. Yeah, let's grow it and eat it at home. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, Bernard. That's all we have time for for today's edition of the show. Name is Bernard. Espanol.